Welcome everyone to Man Cave Live! I'm your host, the great and powerful Pudgy, and this week, uh, not week, uh, the, uh, today is a very special wrestling edition. Wrestling edition! And it's actually a Royal Rumble edition. With me today is Brian the Brain! Hey, yo! And uh, Louisiana's own JC. I'm back, baby. Yes, that's right. He's returning. All right, crickets hit it. Oh yeah, we got some funky jazz going on. Yeah. Right okay. So um, so this week on uh, Man Cave Live, we are uh, gonna do not week. Why do I keep saying that? I'm all over the place. We just did a show last night. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. We had. Uh, uh, Kyle, Shrekus, Maximus, Gladius, us the third. Esquire. Esquire. He had a little fun outside, huh? Oh, yeah, you got a little tipsy. <laughs> you know, the, the, I mean, the show will do that to you. That's what Fuck happens. Up. That's what happens when you mess you up. Right here on Man Cave Live. So, the Royal Rumble is coming this weekend, mm -hmm. Sunday. Yep. Uh, and if you don't, if you've already watched it, because this probably won't get uploaded until. Tuesday. <laughs> or <Sunday>. Wednesday. <laughs> uh, Sunday so probably, the 27th. Right. But we'll have our predictions. We'll talk about some stuff on the show here. Um, that, uh, you know, some oldies but goodies oh. and all that. Uh, but let me, let me give you some special bit rundowns. Now, tonight we're not going to do the classic beer of the week. Um, or, you know, on this day. Or... Um, Work news. Work news, you know, because we already did all that. Like I said, this is a special wrestling episode. It's for you, Jeff. This is a special Royal Rumble edition. Yes. And, uh, you know, we normally were just going to do these every month. But JC's schedule is shit. So he's got work news. Work news. Yeah, work, 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 work. My work news? Fuck work. Work news over. All right. Wah, wah, wah. That was work news. And there you go. So I guess we did do the bit. We brought it in. So, um, how have you been, JC? You know, I never get to see you. <laughs> to use an old saying, I have been busier than a cat trying to cover up shit in the middle of a blacktop road. Okay. So, in other words, in layman terms, extremely busy. The getting it up business is at an all-time high. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I blacked out. I'm still trying to picture this cat shitting on the road. <laughs> no, trying, trying, to, trying, trying to cover, trying to cover, cover it up <laughs> in, in a blacktop road. It's a I thing. wonder if there's like a Google video. I'm sorry, a Bing video. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, even though it's a special wrestling edition, Royal Rumble edition, we're still not going to Google shit until they give us our Bitcoins. That's it. Yeah. Come off the money, Google. Quit fucking around. Yeah, they don't need it all. I mean... Were they billions of dollars worth and they haven't gave us one? Nope. Just one Just Bitcoin one. a Just month one. on the first of every month. And an annual 15% in December. Hey, guess what? What's that? They updated our Twitter. Oh, <laughs> they, they did or you did? I did. Oh, what, what what's it say now? I just I just uploaded it. I, I updated it. I put uh I put our episodes on there. That way our followers on Twitter can go on there and you can click um uh, the episodes that the previous episodes and listen oh. to it on your computer. Yeah. I've okay. been slacking in that department a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, Very nice. I mean, I, I do, do it myself, but you know, 
I got it. I, I, twat, I twat a lot. I don't. I don't. I don't so know how to pound it I out. Twipe, I twipe it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to pound things. So, well, I mean, so I do know how to pound things. So we're getting updated here. We got Twitter's getting done. Facebook's going strong. Yeah. Facebook. Uh, we we jumped back on that and started reminding people that we exist. Yep. You know, they thought we just phased out because it was the end of season one. But no, we're no. in season two. And we're back. Yep. And of course, we picked it off already with B. Van Fandango. Yeah. And special guest uh, Kyle's. Carl, 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 Shrekus, Maximus, Gladius, uh, us the third. I wish, I wish, uh, I got to talk to him a little bit more before our, before the episode started, because he's got, so he does the rodeo, I know you'll talk about that a little right, bit. Right, right. He does a rodeo, uh, he's on the rodeo committee, and last year I went to the rodeo, I see some Garth, Garth Brooks, and, uh, since he's on the committee, him and Juski, uh, uh, they let us get into their to their tent, and they have this amazing drink that they only serve at. Uh, Is it a booze drink? Yeah, it's, oh, it's called yeah. Milk Punch. Boot Punch? Milk Punch. Milk Punch. Yeah, sounds they, like it would give me the shits. Uh, yeah, probably. Is it old Pudge here? Lactose intolerant tea. I, I, I got a little bit of that too. Uh, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, yeah, recipe. the milk punch had quite the God punch damn. in it. God damn, this stuff was good. It was good. It's uh, it was very good. Milk with brandy and rum, I think, and like like egg, like like uh. Yeah, I would be shitting and. It's got it's got other little spices and stuff in it in multiple directions. In multiple directions, <laughs> man. Just pull out the screen door and I got you, baby. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Was that also when we got harassed in the tent last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We can't bring that up. We can't bring that up with Mr. Shrek. It was... Um, Why'd you get harassed? Uh, inviting back over. I'll let him explain it. <laughs> it. He has some history with this young woman. Oh. And, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things. One of those jaded type situations. Like an so, ex-girlfriend type thing? Or? Yes, exactly that. But yeah, when he uh, when you invite him over again, ask him about the girl in the tent, and yeah, I'm sure he'll fill you in on all the fun. I would do so. We had fun. We did because we uh, great show though. By the way, yeah. The only the only thing that kind of sucks about the, uh, the the tents in the for the rodeo committee is you you have to have uh, you can't pay, it's free drinks are free, right? You don't pay for drinks. You have to have tickets. So like unless you know people, they give you tickets. We ended up finding some, you know, Tango so Master over here. Committee people, they get unlimited tickets, no. or what's the deal? I think they get like five or six tickets a night or something. Hmm. I don't know. A night? But five or six of those drinks like that? Mm. Yeah, I'll be shitting through fucking everything. <laughs> you are done. But right here at Man Cave Live, we know people. Let's uh, we'll see what you do. I'll shit myself into space. You do what you do before you start drinking. You find the family bathroom. <laughs> oh, the good, the good the bathroom. Big porta potty. The big porta potty. It's only for yourself. Uh, anytime that for listeners, anytime you gotta take a shit and you're out in public, find the family bathroom. You know what I do when I'm on the road? What? When I'm out there changing gas meters and stuff. Uh huh. I've learned that there's only two places to shit in peace with a clean toilet. Okay. Walgreens and CVS. Yeah, because uh, they have the, the lock on there, right? Right. Yeah. And sometimes they have to have a keypad uh-huh. 
to get in there because people steal shit all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. And then sense. sometimes they don't let you back there because you're in a real ghetto and they know that nobody's allowed to use that. Yeah. They're like, oh, bathroom's out of order. Bitch, it ain't out of order. You just don't want me back there stealing shit. I just saw you coming from back there. Yeah. Hate that shit. So I use yeah. those bathrooms quite a bit, and it's always weird because I don't buy anything. Yeah, I just go in there and shit and well, leave. Well, if they don't let you, be I like, I'm feel, gonna turn your gas off I, I if feel, you don't let me do I this. I feel bad, and like I feel like I have to go buy something. So I like, if I go to Walgreens, then I know I'm gonna buy some cigarettes because they sell cigarettes. Yeah. If I'm at CVS, I'm like, what am I gonna get? CVS. Drink. <laughs> pack of gum. Pack of gum. Yeah. And I'm not buying a pack of gum on my card. Fuck that. We'll just. And I don't yeah. carry cash, so sometimes I just go and shit and just leave. <laughs> and I know that the people at the register are like, this motherfucker just, they're talking and I can uh -huh. hear you. I don't hear them, but I know that they're going, this motherfucker just came here and just shit and left. In in my neck of the woods, we call that a dump and run. <laughs> dump, dump and run. I dump and run on, on CVS quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> like, I haven't quite eased up to doing gas stations. Uh -huh. Because uh -huh. the way Alan sees it, the count, because he'll go anywhere if he has to. Mm. He'll go like, you know, what's the matter? You're still going to shower when you get home. So True. so what if your butt's nasty or dirty from the toilet? Yeah. No. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not even going to go that far. Yeah. Like, if I have to go to one of those places, I have to buy some Lysol and spray it everywhere. Or hover you know, like a champ. Or, or you know. But some of the, those gas stations are so bad. Like, yeah. Like, I don't understand. Um, uh, it's a bad, you know, I, I'm Hispanic. You're Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But our people that are from the rural parts of uh, Mexico, yeah. they they don't. There's a lot of actually they don't, they don't lots of parts of Mexico. Paper, they're toilet paper. Right, they don't flush really anything yeah. down the toilets because it doesn't work. Yeah. So they don't. Their their plumbing systems, their irrigation, not irrigation, their um, sewer system. Sewer system is not as, as superior as ours. Mm -hmm. It's not even good at all. Yeah. So they they throw in the trash. They wipe and throw in the yeah. trash. And uh, it's not saying that like oh. You know they're bad people or anything like that. It's mm -hmm. Just I mean, you know, I mean here in America, if our toilets didn't work, we'd have to be throwing shit in the trash. Yeah. Because I'm not clogging my toilet up, you know, to where the toilet's no longer usable, to where I can't pee in it. Yeah. Just because I got pooped. It's a real shitty situation. I mean, at, least wiping, at least they're wiping their asses with paper and other hands. Mm -hmm. So, know. so when you go to gas stations and stuff like that, of course you got a lot of or migrant, you know, migrant workers or like HGB. Not H-E-B, but Home Depot. Yeah. You know, there's, bam, you get a lot of migrant workers that go in there. And, of course, some of those are not that clean. They fucking just, you look next to the trash can, it's full of fucking droopy toilet paper. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah, I, can't, I can't. I can't, I can't be yeah. in here. I don't even want to be in here. Like, I'll immediately go like this, cover my mouth. I'm like, ah, God <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that was a short shit story. Yeah, yeah. Short yeah, shit story. So brought that back right here. On Man Cave Live's special wrestling edition, Roy Rumble edition. Can we say Royal Rumble without getting sued? Yeah. I think it's not so, trademarked. Right? Is it? I don't know. I don't fucking care. What yeah. are they going to do? Take all our Bitcoins that Google's paying us? Just Fuck them in the neck. Yeah, if, they, if they sue us, be like, listen, put it on Google Stab. Yeah, put it on Google Stab. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Put it against that Bitcoin they yeah. owe us. Worst yeah. I can say is no. Yeah. Rule number one. I just, I just we, filed bankruptcy and was like, "Hey, come get it now, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> we, me and me and Mister Mister Hagglemaster experienced that yesterday. We did. We did. We had some fun yesterday. What do you? Speaking of which, um, so jumping right into wrestling, uh, you know our soft yeah. intro there. Uh, uh, JC and uh, the brain here, they went to some wrestling. Uh, 
Paloozas? Uh, some autograph. Meet and greets. There you go. Autograph signings with uh, some very famous wrestlers. So uh, well, I know that uh, yesterday they went and saw Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash Hall. Scott Hall. Yep. Today was Hulk Hogan. The yeah. Hulk Hogan. Immortal. Immortal Hulk Hogan. The ultimate brother. Now, we're not going to get into what all the controversy and the polarizing issue with, you know, what he did and said and all that. It's Hulk fucking Hogan. We're just going to talk about, we're almost going to, like, ignore the fact that any of that happened and love the character, not the man. That's what we're going to do here on this show. Because, you know, it's the same as, like, oh, man, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. I like the guy, Captain Jack Sparrow, versus, like, Johnny Depp is probably a huge douche. We know that he's a huge douche. Everyone says he's a huge douche. But I still like to get Captain Jack Sparrow's autograph, exactly. not fucking, yeah. you know, uh, Johnny Depp, or in this case, Terry uh, Balea. Balea, mm-hmm. which is Hogan's real name. Brother. Yep. Yeah. And enjoy the gimmick while it's here, because when it's gone, we're going to want it back. It's yeah. true. So, that's true. Speaking yeah, so it was fun. We uh, had a blast. They, uh, so, Fitterman Sports and Baybrook Mall, uh, they uh, constantly. Have have different celebrities and uh, uh, wrestlers and, and just and just you know everything under the sun, sports related. Uh, they've had Mike Tyson. They've had Pete Rose. They've had man Mike Tyson. My dad would have loved to go see right? Mike Mike Tyson. I guarantee you, to this very day, Mike Tyson will still rearrange your DNA with a solid right punch oh, every time, yeah. man. I don't think. I mean, he's the baddest man on the planet all day. Yeah, all day, every day. That dude. I mean. Like you said, even today, if he just pulled a foreman and came out of retirement, I think he still got it. Mm-hmm. I think he would, like you said, rearrange some DNA, and uh, I think he'd put some young bugs to shame. Oh, pretty, yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, there is no probably any good heavyweight boxing anymore after him. Foreman guys like that started getting away from uh, it. Not Mayweather. Um, what's his name? Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we, you know, we talk I don't about. Like, I don't like the way Mayweather fights. I, you know what? He runs. He dances. Can we? I know. Wins. Ultimately, you have to put. Uh, I was gonna say boots to asses, but you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due. Sure, the man is undefeated, and what I saw in that um, McGregor fight because mm-hmm. I do not see the same Mayweather I've seen in the past. You know, he dances, he selects his fights, he you know he dances around, he gets you where he needs to get you, he gets the punch count, yeah, and uh, he hits you when he needs to hit you to put some wear and tear on you, but then he backs off and you know he's a boxer. Yeah, he's not a fighter. Yeah. Well, he fought a fighter, McGregor, who's probably hands down one of the best fighters in the UFC, undecidedly. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, there's a stigma, you know, he's he's a shitbag personality, he's Mm -hmm. a cocky little asshole, he's got the McMahon walk. Yeah. Um, True. But he's still a great fighter, and he did something that I didn't think was actually ever going to happen. When he said, I'm going to fight you, Mayweather, and I'll do it even in boxing, I was like, you're not going to... That's never going to happen. But old money Mayweather, he ain't going to pass up a uh, a million dollars. I think uh, what, how much did he make off that? Ten million? I don't fucking man, that was he a made lot of money. Several million. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he made a killer off that. And that match, what I saw was a Mayweather that I wish I could see again in a real boxing match, because n- there was never a dull moment in that in that boxing match. I saw Mayweather, his true talent come out. And I was like, holy shit, that dude is whooping on fucking McGregor. Per per ESPN, Mayweather was guaranteed. $100 million. Shut the fuck up. Which means he made at least $3.5 million a minute. McGregor was guaranteed $30 million. A million a minute. $100 fucking million? 
I would just listen. to beat up on a guy that doesn't really know about boxing. Son of a bitch. Where was that when I went in high, with my career counselor in high school? Was a dick. He, if he had just told me, all I gotta do is learn some boxing and not be able to spell good, yeah. or read good, or talk good, then I could be, uh, you know, I could be millions yeah. of dollars. Son of a bitch. I'll take a, a ten million. I'll take a, I'll take a million dollars to get hit in the face. I'd take five, not five dollars, but I'd take, I'd take five grand to let Tyson knock me the fuck out. That's it. I'm a very cheap bastard, you know. I mean, five grand's go. I can stretch I'll five grand. I'll, I'll haggle a fucking shit out like that. <laughs> be like, hey, I'll, I'll pay you. I'll pay you three fifty. I'm like, no, 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 no. For a million dollars, I will let you two take that shovel yeah. in the corner and take me on the side yard and wear my ass out with it for a million dollars. For a million dollars, ain't much you can't get me convince me to do. I mean, there's a list. Yeah, it's a short list, but it ain't much. <laughs> So yeah. everybody's got a price for a million dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Fenerman Sports they uh, 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 had Scott Hall and Kevin Nash there yesterday, the twenty fifth. Uh, Hulk Hogan was there today, the twenty sixth. Um, they have Mick Foley uh, Wednesday, February twenty seventh. Uh, they have DDP Saturday, March 9th. and then their big announcement was the Undertaker. He's going to be there March 23rd. Are we doing a paid advertisement for Fitterman Sports Club? No, well, no. I'm just letting people know that this is freaking cool. We got, we got, we got, uh, we got people in Houston that will, uh, uh, bring. They're, they're recognizing that the fact that it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. And with that, now you've got. You know, almost a half a dozen, basically legends. Yep. Mick Foley, legend. Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page, legend in his own right. Yep. Hulk Hogan, obviously a legend. Undertaker, one of the best that's ever done it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the best that's ever and done then it. Hall Let's Nash, be real here. <laughs> and then Hall and Nash, along with Hogan, when they started the NWO, they revolutionized the whole game. They, you know, what's the phrase? Uh, whenever you, uh, what does Triple H say something about? You say best is like if you don't like that something something I changed the game. Oh, that was Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. So just when you think I have all the answers, I change the questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I change the questions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Grit and I went to, to go see National Hall. What did What did you think about them? Oh man. Um, I don't even. I don't. I can't talk bad about either one of them. But if I were just to want to sit down and like have a drink or or, or shoot the breeze with one of them. I would have picked Scott Hall over Kevin Nash. He was much more personable. I agree. People were walking up to him with like their kids. He's like, hey man, you know, nice shirt. Here's an autograph. Here's picture, well, he's been blah, humbled blah. by his addictions. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And his recovery. And his recovery. You know, he's he's learned that, you know, he I mean, any given time during his his stints that uh, he could have been he could have been, you know, gone. Yeah. Yeah. He could have joined the other uh the, the angels of wrestling is what I call them now. Yeah. All except Benoit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of always super nice. He uh, extremely nice guy. So I, I brought, I brought. Uh, what did you get signed? I have a. Oh, I, oh sorry. Oh, but but. He knew, oh, I was going to describe it. Oh, you said that. Uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, oh. I'll describe it. So it's a big giant. I'm yeah. stealing your thunder here, JC. I'm okay. sorry. Um, it was a big giant, huge photo yeah. of the classic NWO. Uh, That's you know awesome. the Outsiders. Yeah. No, well, the Outsiders and Hogan, Hollywood yeah. Hogan, and so, you know, he doesn't go by that moniker anymore, Hollywood mm-hmm. Hogan. 
Uh, he had it signed by the, you know, the outsiders. And he's like, I did not know that he was going with you for Hogan. And I actually did not remember that you said Hogan was the next date until he told me last night. He's like, and I'm getting this one right here in the middle. So I'm like, wait, you're getting all of them? I was like, holy shit, that, that fucking photo is going to be worse than damn shit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm plotting against JC here. You know, to take it into sleep. I may not survive the next day, but at least I'll have it for that day. Yeah. You know, I'll have it this mine for this day. What you don't you. know is I hired a guard dog. <laughs> Just so that's what that thing photo. is in there barking. Yes. I got to show you what I got. Yeah. I got a, so, so I go Did to you get com- something fancy. Yeah. So I go to, I go to Comic Palooza, the, the Comic Con place. And I like to look at all the different art from artists and stuff. Um, I, I, last year, or maybe it was two years ago, I saw this artist there that had these Mount Rushmore pictures. And, like, one of them had, like, like the Astros Mount Rushmore, the Rockets Mount Rushmore. Um, and then I see that they had a couple wrestling ones. And I'm like, man, that's that's cool shit. Uh, so I bought... I bought a, the WWF Attitude Era Mount Rushmore. It had Stone Cold, uh, Triple H, Mankind, and The Rock. That's yeah, that's, that's about right. That's, that's the Attitude Era Mount Rushmore. And then I'm flipping through, and I'm well, like, I mean, you can count. I feel like Shawn Michaels you could have thrown in there, but there was a stint where he. I mean, after '97, oh, sorry, '98 WrestleMania, he was gone. So, yeah. And he didn't come back to what 2002 mm-hmm, yeah. at the bitter end of the Attitude Era. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he doesn't count. Yeah. So, uh, and then and then so I got that. And then the next year, last year, um, I went back and he had a lot more stuff. He had a WCW one that had Sting, Booker T, Goldberg, and DDP. D D P. Yeah. Bang. Uh, he had a '80s. Oh, Macho Man, Macho Hulk Man, Hogan, uh, the Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, and Andre the Giant. And then they had the NWO Mount Rushmore, and they had Hall, Nash, Hogan, and Waltman. Next Pac. Six. Yeah. One, two, three. Really? Yeah. So okay, I'll say because I kind of felt like you know, Jimmy was Jimmy Harper on the NWO. Mm, no, no. Uh, who was the guy that I feel like? Virgil, not Virgil. What's his name? Vincent. Vincent. No, um, the black guy that uh, yeah. is it. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, feel like he should have been there because we never saw him really wrestle. <laughs> but he, he was, was there and every shot. Just, yeah, he just stood there. Hey, he made sure he got the TV time. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the NWO. I was like, I haven't seen you wrestle since the '80s. What are you talking about? How are you part of the NWO except for the fucking manager status? But they used to sacrifice him on the regular to the giant. Oh, and all yeah. these guys yeah. used to get his ass beat yeah. badly. Yeah, and I was actually thinking about that. Why Waltman? Why not put Bagwell or Scott Steiner? Buff Bagwell? Yeah, I, so, and I was thinking about it, and I did a little bit of research. X-Pac was one of the... Um, the so click. He was, a, he was a cruiserweight of the right. group. Right, and And he was always... He was constantly wrestling matches. Hall, Nash, and Hogan, they had it in their contracts, but creative control, basically. And they could decide if they want to win or lose. Waltman didn't care. He just he just wrestled. Well, I mean, he was getting... He, well, I remember reading a little bit about that, and he probably said something about it on some interview or whatever, uh-huh. that, you know, he was one, two, three kid, and he was getting absolutely buried in WWE because there was no... Lightweight division. 
It was a lightweight heavyweight championship, yeah. but it was like maybe on some Saturday shows, uh-huh. some Sunday night heats, and that's about it. Well, no, he was gone before heat, but yeah. that was it. Yeah. Friday night main events, and he was just getting buried. Like, he didn't exist. Yeah. And WCW had a very strong uh, cruiserweight division, mm-hmm. what they call cruiserweight division, because you had Rey Mysterio Jr., the guys from Mexico, guys yeah. from Japan. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero and yeah. all these people. Ultimo they, Dragon. They, Ultimo Dragon. They they understood the value of watching this kind of wrestling. Yeah. See, that was always the biggest difference between WWE or WWF mm-hmm. and WCW in the early on uh, eras, as that WCW still fundamentally focused on the wrestling part of it, and not so much the drama part of it. Yeah. And McMahon was story driven. But you had to be a good wrestler. Like, there was still a good as- wrestling aspect of it, but he was more about the story. Exactly. What's going to draw you in? Yeah. Characters. Which, right. It was more about the characters. More about the characters, more about the, the, the audio, the the, uh, the visuals of everything, yeah. the whole show, yeah. the circus of it. And the guys in WCW, including them, I and the wrestlers themselves, obviously were running the show, and wrestling-minded people, they, they understood that some people just like to watch good wrestling. Fundamentally. Yeah. Like uh, Triple H is a fundamentalist on good wrestling. NXT. And that's what he created NXT, which yeah. essentially is just WCW. Because there wasn't a lot of flash and bang. Sometimes there is. There's not a whole lot of drama. There's not a whole lot of mic work. There's not a whole lot of works. And uh, um, what's the other one? Not a work, but it's a shoots. Shoot. Shoots. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of that going on there. It's just badass fundamental wrestling. Yeah. And that was the big difference that I always saw. Now, me. I love the drama part of everything. Yeah. I think theatrics was the word you were looking theatrics, for. The theatrics of the wrestling aspect. Mm-hmm. So I very much love WWE and WWF. Yeah. And I stuck to that. Plus, they had all my favorite characters and stuff like that. When they were moving to WCW, I was like, okay, now they're boring. I was like, besides NWO mm-hmm. or besides Sting and, you know, these Goldberg. Big Goldberg and, and guys like yeah, that. Yeah, the bigger names. Like, the, everyone else... Yeah, it was yeah. just wrestling. Yeah. And you didn't know nothing about them. They didn't have any backstories. They didn't have any cool, you know, feuds or theatrics they, going yeah, on. They, they tried to, a little bit. You just know that they were great wrestlers, and you were like, eh, well, that was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's so, what I was talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. If I can back up for just one second, I, I think you might be just to touch off on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. If you're going to include, obviously, Hogan, Hall, Nash. Yeah. Why wouldn't you put Eric Bischoff on there? True. He was he was basically the he, driving force behind all of that. That's true. He approved all of the stuff. He basically, you know, created opened it. the checkbook yeah. for what became the NWO that and basically true. just gave them full reign of whatever. Yeah. And then just ju- to jump ahead a couple seconds, I didn't want to jump in on you. You're missing from WCW the cruiserweight. Dean Malenko. Oh, yeah. My guys and holds. You remember when we went to Raw, I had the gigantic sign that says, Where's Dean Malenko? (laughs) Because he's clearly missing from this equation. He's very. He's he's not noticed very often. He's very underrated, but technically, probably one of the best. Oh, yeah. That Texas Cove Weave was a fantastic move. I mean, he was a man of a thousand moves. Not to be outdone by Chris Jericho. That's true. A thousand and one. Doesn't want. He brought them all. Armbar. <laughs> oh, God. 
What a great segment. <laughs> he <laughs> he segment. brought the entire list on dot matrix printer paper yeah. all strolled together, <laughs> and the list was probably nine and a half feet tall. So yeah, so so I got I got that signed by Hall Nash and Hogan. Okay. My wife for Christmas bought me the tickets to go see Hogan originally. And uh and I was like, man, what am I gonna get signed? What am I gonna get signed? I have I have a Hulk Hogan DVD, I have this um uh, like it's like this ultimate anthology. Uh, it's like a four disc or something crazy like that. Uh, and then I had this picture. I'm like, which you can only pick one. Crittenden was like, just take both. He'll probably sign both. And I'm like, uh, yeah, they might be sticklers uh, for it. Yeah. So we went. So so we went to Holland Nash first yesterday, and we could tell the guys because there was a guy behind Crittenden that had uh, they had like four things for uh, Nash to sign. The guy was like, nope, one one thing, one ticket per item. So then I had to go buy another autograph. So I got Hulk Hogan to sign my Mount Rushmore, and he signed it, Hollywood Hogan, for life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then my Hulk Hogan DVD, he signed that Hulk Hogan. Uh, so that was really cool that, that he signed two different things with he, two different names. He basically. signed them in character, basically. Yeah. Based on what was on the picture. Same with mine. When I had my, my trio picture mm-hmm. of him and Hall and Nash, Scott Hall... Hit me with the two sweet on the poster, which I wasn't even expecting. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Nash wrote, you know, NWO for life. And I walked outside and I showed Brian. I was like, look how cool this is. He's like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> he didn't write anything on my poster. Yeah. He just wrote his name. So he was already <laughs> pissed off at me. And then when I got Hogan to sign mine today, couldn't have been a nitro guy, really. You know, despite what you heard about him, despite what we've heard, what we've seen, we're still talking you know, about the character. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was in character. And he was oh, God, was super cool. He was all about it, man. And then right when we walked in, at, in the place is not a very big place. It's maybe two of the cave that we're sitting in. It's not a big, big place for a sports memorabilia store. Yeah. Let me let me ask you just one quick question, not to cut you up, but how long was a fucking line for Hogan? There was probably was it like out the fucking mall long? Oh, so it's so, fucking Hogan. So okay, so I grew it's up. It's the immortal. It's it's. The, I mean, our parents went and saw this oh, yeah. man wrestle. You know what I mean? So, so I grew up um, by Beirut Mall, okay. and that was my mall. This was the first time that I've been to Beirut Mall since I moved um, twelve years ago. It is fucking changed, man. Like, Fitterman Sports is outside, so it's kind of like Crittenden said. It's like Willow, uh, Woodlands Mall. Half of the stuff is outside, half is inside. Uh, so Fitterman Sports is actually on the outside. Okay. So everybody was waiting outside. While they had the rest of it, Hulk Hogan walked right by me. He right. walked right by me whenever he came in. Um, for Hogan, there was probably what two hundred people. Oh no, they sold five hundred tickets to that. Five hundred? God, that's it. I expected at least three thousand line going He's, up. He, so he came last well, year. Well, I mean, also. yes, with a controversy. That probably well, no, he came last year too. Well, so there was already quite a bit of people who had seen him. Who'd already, already fucking yeah. But the majority of the people I feel like that came today were the ones who have saw him recently show back up Saudi Arabia he did all that mm-hmm. and now he's done you know he did the thing for me Gene Okerlund a couple weeks ago and so he's kind of getting this this push I guess this kind of a revamp in his character his his salvation yeah there you go that's his his saving grace I suppose you could call it and god damn that's so yeah so I heard at least numbers up to the 500s my okay, ticket so, was in the 300 and somethings so, his, he bought his quite a bit earlier than I did mine and as we were leaving, that's I was true. listening to the guy calling numbers up to the 500s. So that's 500 people. True. And he was getting 100 bucks an autograph, 100 bucks a. Uh, was the show? Obviously, the, um, 
the store's getting their money or they're just so, getting traffic. I, I don't know if it's like comic so I know that comic palooza. So are they getting a cut off of it or are they just getting like That's what somebody went about. to the show or somebody went to the store and like, oh this shows so, this store's pretty cool. I may come back here. This, so this is so my theory. Seriously, it's like advertising. This is my theory. So yesterday when we were with Hall and Nash, it, uh, they signed the autographs and pictures for people. And then uh, after they were done, they had a stack, maybe 100 t-shirts and maybe 100 posters. And they had them sign them. Oh, okay. So they were so selling I think, profit. I think oh, yeah. that's the money oh, that yeah. they're getting. And they're bringing Hall and Nash in for free. Like, they don't pay Hall and Nash. Or in Hogan, they 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 get the money from the people. Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I guarantee you, whoever booked those guys are getting a flat rate. Yeah, there's, say, there's no way that those guys are coming at a maybe line. No, no, no. They're you getting can a up front. They they've got a number, right? So they're saying, okay, we're gonna sell. Just say for hope, just Holland Nash, just kind of you know hypothetically, say we're selling 250 tickets, right? Okay. And for the for the duel for the combo. Was what under tax title license a hundred bucks, hundred ten bucks or so? So you're already making twenty five grand in pre sales, right? They know they've got X number of dollars walking in the door. Mm -hmm. Well, for those shirts to get both in to sign a shirt that normally would only cost you twenty bucks, now you've got two JSA authenticated signatures. You know, witnessed by yeah. a third party. Right. So now the price of the shirt. Did they have a third party guy there? Yeah, no. they had a guy authenticating it things. Was yeah, if you wanted to, it was extra oh, money. Shit, I didn't know. That. Put, put a you, sticker on it. Yeah, that's been authenticated. Huh. But see, I didn't pay that extra. What was that at? It was it was on the the price menu at the front table when you walked oh, in. There's only two things I, I ever signed. There's only two things I ever had authenticated, and it was when uh, Billy D. Williams signed the Falcon piece, Billy and when uh, David Prowse. Signed uh, Darth Vader, who was in Darth Vader costume. Nice. When he signed it too, they put another sticker on it. Nice. Funny thing when <laughs> when yeah, Mayweather, uh, not Mayweather, what's the um, Chewy? Peter Mayhew yeah. signed it. Nothing. Hmm. Didn't have any. And that still pisses me off that his line was so short. It was fucking Chewbacca, we're talking about That's here. True. <laughs> Going on. But so, like I say, you could you could have got it authenticated, labeled for it was like an extra eight bucks or something. Which I I watched him sign it, so I know he signed it. Yeah. And, and you're not going to sell it. No, right. I don't plan on selling no, it. It's going, no, it's going yeah. into the collection, so I don't that care. That thing right there is going to end up being fucking yeah. framed. And, oh, yeah. Okay, but let's say, uh, so is that he has There's 500 people. a doll chain to it. Yeah, just say for just uh, 500 people. And, that's, and so it was $100 for an autograph, yeah. $100 for a picture. Yeah. That's $200 a person. Yeah. And, and there's 500 It's $10,000. I mean, $100,000. Yeah. $100,000. That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and even... Even if only Whoa. half of the people that actually man, didn't you buy think both. about it, do they got paid a hundred thousand dollars just to show up? No, no, no. no I guarantee that, you, the most store of that went to the store. It's probably that seventy. Like it's probably seventy thirty. Might what be seventy on Hogan's side, thirty on the store you know, side. Let's Google this. Well, I'm pretty sure. What's the flat? What's the average flat rate for for a uh, booking fee? For a booking fee, I bet you anything. Hulk Hogan walked out of there with check ten to fifteen thousand dollars, easy. You that's think just, he, that's, you think that's he just flew a flat. To Texas from Florida. He probably got flown to Texas by these people, which is in the deal, I imagine. You're not going to drag class, Hogan. Yeah, you're not going to drag Hogan 1,500 miles out of his house for nickels. He's right. getting more than one Bitcoin. I'll promise you that. Yeah. He's getting several Bitcoins based on, you know, $4,000 Bitcoin values or whatever they are now. Yeah, if he didn't walk with a flat, because, you know, they're going to give him, obviously, a lot of that money will come on the back end after they calculate. What they made, take out expenses, buy like a net, you know, sort of a thing. They probably talked with his agent. His oh yeah, people, oh yeah. 
To make and then the agent's got to get his cut. So I mean, gotta, so that's all we need is at least a hundred thousand dollars to get Hogan to be, appear on Man Cave Live. Absolutely. Oh, well. I bet you do it. I bet we can book him. Yeah, but we'll just get Man Cave Live money. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> put, it on, put it on Google Sam. Yeah. Oh no! Apparently, we got the money because apparently we're paying for you know Kyle Shrekus, Maximus Gladius, us the third for, to come for eight thousand dollars on a bus, VIP chartered limos and shit. Just so. saying. But yeah, I think um, it's probably 70-30. I know the store's getting a cut. And even if they're not, they're I'm telling you, man, they had a stack of probably 20 old school championship belts going all the way back to WCCW. Yeah, they had nice. Like the old Bruno San Martino championships oh, so that this Hogan was, was signing. So what what kind of sports place is this? Is Legit. it just is it autograph shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's all they sell? Uh, I'm sure they have some So it's not like it's they not like a lids. They're not selling no, just no, no. equipment. They have some know. stuff that's not signed, but a lot of it is signed. So it's all signed. Yeah. Paraphernalia. Yeah. Legitimate How much was that? Uh, what was the most expensive thing we saw yesterday? It was like $5,000 signed Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Bulls 23 jersey. Jersey. Framed. $5,000. Because it's Michael, Michael fucking Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, but. I the mean, GOAT. The greatest that ever held the little brown ball in his yeah, hand. I'm going to say LeBron James, but. Bullshit. <laughs> LeBron you can leave now. Me and Pudgy do this show. Get the James. hell out. You keep talking like that. This will be the Pudgy and JC episode. You yeah. get the hell out. It'll be a short episode. <laughs> no, that's if he stays. It'll be short. Yeah. But no, yes. because um, there's this place that me and my uh, mom and my brother, we went to Katie Mills Mall, and they have this shop now that's all just signed paraphernalia, mm-hmm. and there was a boot, a yellow boot, uh, a Hulk Hogan boot that was signed by Hulk Hogan and was selling for 500 bucks. Yeah, they had... Uh, just, just 500 bucks. Yeah, there was a guy that showed I mean, up I with say a pair today. I just 500 bucks, but you think the immortal Hulk Hogan, you think that's going to be at least $1,000. I mean, because well, it, it was his boot. Hogan... It was, a, it, was a re- it was a worn boot. Oh, yeah. But 500 bucks. Oh, I agree. No, no, no. Um, I... I was surprised to hear 500 bucks. There was a guy that showed up with a pair in a box today that he had Hogan signed. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy is he's obviously getting on up there in age. He looks great. He looked like he was in great shape. He had been working out. But once he's gone, as much as I hate to say that, that shit's going to multiply in value. Oh, once that signature is no longer the available. It's I the important. I can't find how to. Ask Jeeves isn't working for me. With the average try booking fee, yeah, yeah. Try dogpile. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. That, that's gonna be my. That's gonna be my. Uh, Your new bet. No, I'm gonna figure it out. Your new year's resolution. New year's resolution. So I had uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash sign for me something a couple years ago. I met them right about five years toys. ago. Yeah, I got a toy. Those WWE toys. Correct. And where they told you, I remember you telling me the story. <laughs> yep. Where was it Kevin Nash or was it Scott Hall that said it? I think it was. Uh, they were probably Kevin Nash. Yeah, Nash. Probably Kevin Nash because he was fifty. Th- wow, fifty. So the average booking fee for Hulk Hogan is between an average of fifty thousand to one hundred thousand dollars. So that's about right. Oh, okay. I found that on Dogpile, by the way. Okay. Huh. Dogpile is now an official sponsor <laughs> right here on Man Cave Live. So, not, so, not, not, not so, Fitterman Sports gets the rest of the money. Yeah, I'm sure once they once they meet his his rate, whatever his rate is, I'm more than certain they're they're booking for the travel. They're comping the travel. I'm sure. Well, Why no, would I mean? They? they get a lot of promote promotion going and on. And even there. the guy told me at the front of the line. I asked him about. It, he said, "Dude, he said there are so many people that are walking by that didn't buy tickets that are like, wow." This place is drawing a hell of a crowd. What's going on here? And then the guy explained to him, hey, listen, Hulk Hogan's here. They're like, oh, shit, Hulk Hogan's coming? And so then they 
started garnering that interest, and I guarantee you that store is going to get an extreme amount of traffic in the next couple of weeks because they got Hogan, obviously today, in a couple of weeks, Mick Foley, Diamond Dallas Page. Dude, when The Undertaker shows up. Man, I'm marking out, man. It is going to be, that line will be as long for Hogan as it is for Taker, I if think, not longer. I think it would almost be longer. What did you look up? I used Dogpile. Show me. Show and me. I typed in he, Good Brother off, Booking Fee. First off, he had to Google Dogpile. <laughs> 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 he had to Google Dogpile. Yes. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to tell them how I got there. <laughs> I just made it there. He had to bring Google and then Google dog pile. It's a winding road. But yeah, so I'm assuming I'm assuming I'm assuming Hogan walked by reading that. Man, if he didn't make twenty five grand this year today, they cut him short. They really had with him down if he didn't make twenty five, man. No, he made he probably made the fifty. But like I say, they I mean, booked, it's a booking fee means that you have to pay them up front. Yeah, up front, up front money. Yeah, or, or sure. deposit up front, and then you get the rest one like day yeah. of or whatever. I think. But, I mean, Hulk Hogan. I think he got his money. Yeah. Up front. Money's in pocket before yeah. he leaves. Not the that house. Hogan needs well, it because Hogan he already what, got awarded. Oh, I don't know. I can big dog pile. Yeah, dog pile. Not not that Hogan needs it because a uh, dog pile this because he got awarded a big large sum and bankrupted uh, Gawker. Yeah, uh, media. It's over 100, $120 million, I think it was. Well, yeah. he don't need the money. No, he don't need it <laughs> anymore. I mean, because his career was essentially ruined yeah. after that. I mean, he did it to himself. I mean, we're not going to get into that, but, you know, you say dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to get caught eventually, especially when you're filming it. Yeah, that's true. Dumbass. <laughs> no, and he, he didn't dumbass for saying some dumb no, shit. No, he didn't film it. The Bubba the Love Sponge guy had a hidden camera. No. Quote, unquote. No, no, no. Quote, unquote. The, the, the thing was, is that, now, I said we weren't going to get in the controversy, okay, yeah, we, we, but I will say this. He knew they were filming, because that's what the issue was, is that oh. they filmed the sex part of it, and he enjoyed filming his sex part oh, and okay. all that. What he didn't know is that, that this was this tape was going to be released to the public, so he felt willy-nilly to say whatever he felt like saying at the time. Gotcha. And what was said was too much, I mean, with discriminatory yeah, towards a racist, certain... Racist words. It was racist. Yeah. Racist as shit. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody heard it, so the damage is done. Mm -hmm. You know, once it got out there that, that the immortal, all-American, you know, this is like, this, this is literally like, this is like having Betty White say the same thing. Yeah. You know, this is American Pie, Americana, an icon of American history, just basically just going to shit. You sure. know? It's like, why? Like, all you say to yourself is, why, Hogan, why? Yeah. Tell him about my toy. So, uh, his toy was... Uh, action figure. Action figures. It was an outsider's uh, action figure. You know, the old Jax wrestlers, stuff like that. And it was an older... Older's, it wasn't the newer shit. I think it even said WWF on it. Yeah, yeah, it's old. Yeah, so it had WWF it on it. It came out in, like... The toy came out in, like, 97? It was the old snappy legs, you know, where you can go... Yeah, 97, 98. They were rubber toys. Or, I mean, like, 96, 97, something like that. Yeah. Right, and uh, so he was saying something like, oh, McMahon started making these toys after we'd already left. Yep. And, uh, you know... Uh, I'm sorry, why don't you just tell it? So, yeah, yeah. so so they actually jumped ship from... I thought I could from, do it better. No, it's okay. No, after they that. jumped ship from WWF to WCW, uh, McMahon started putting them... And mass produces those toys yeah, and, and to and get that quick together. money before those licenses. Yeah, exactly. And and Hall or Nash was like, <laughs> Nash told me that, and Hall goes, "We were never in a team together." 
We were never, we never did anything together. They don't even have a tag team match in the history no. of the WWE, except for later on when they when came, they came back. back. Yeah, as part of the NWO. But, but then, and, and it was branded Razor Ramon Diesel. And so I asked him, say, hey, can y'all sign this? Razor, Scott Hall, you know, Diesel, Kevin Ash. And they said, yeah, sure. And they signed it. So I have both of their names on the toy. And I brought it with me and I just showed him like, hey, like, this is still one of my favorite things ever autographed ever. You know, thank you again. I just want to show you that this is never going anywhere. This is mine. Uh, and they were like, man, this is cool. And they did. They told me the story again. And I'm like, well, thank you so much, sir. You know? Marked out. <laughs> yeah, I did. Hey, I'm right there I with did. you because I, um, I did. I know we've told this story on Man Cable, and I think we even told it in the last special wrestling edition when I got when I marked out for uh, Bret Hart. Uh huh. And I have a photo that I'll never post anywhere because I look so stupid in this photo. My face is so retarded. <laughs> I look so dumb. I I was a little chunkier then. I was going through my uh, heavy drinking fat face uh, stage. So I'm doing the classic, you know, when he enters the ring and he does the whole, hey, yeah. you know, his arms spread out. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm doing that. And Bret Hart's just standing there. <laughs> like he's being a total dick about it because I'm marking out. Like he's a little weirded out that I'm marking so far out. Because I can't really say anything to him. I mean... Like, all I can really say is, like, just, just, just do this. <laughs> so if somebody comes up with a Bitcoin, I will post that photo. <laughs> it will happen. So I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing the uh, classic, you know, uh -huh. arm hey. spread up. Hey. The Fonzie thing in the photo. And like I said, Brent Hart's just standing there like... No selling the shit out of no, it. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> he no sold the shit out of that photo. And every time I look at that photo, I just like look at Brett. I was like, that's Brett being Brett. And then look at me, I was like, look at that fucking tool standing next to Brett. Was that before or after Goldberg kicked his head off his shoulders? Uh, that was way after. Okay. You should have seen that. Uh, so I have a photograph signed by Brett Hart. And uh, and I was going to, because it was me, my brothers, both my brothers' favorite wrestler at the time when we were kids. Now later on, Jacob went uh, to not really care about wrestling, to being a big fan of. Um, uh, Stone Cold mm. and my other brother was a big fan of Shawn Michaels uh, and the Macho Man. Love the Macho Man. He was a big, huge fan. We had always feud yeah. when we were kids. It's like Hogan's gonna whoop the Macho. He's like, no, Macho Man's gonna whoop Hogan and all that. And um, I told him, I said, uh, will you sign this to Jacob, uh, Joshua, Jacob, and Jason? And I just remember Red Hart going like this, like, uh, okay, uh -huh. like, like he's hearing it. He's like, oh shit, that's a fucking okay. You said that too fast, you little dipshit. That's a super long name. So he starts signing it and blah 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 and this and that. And then uh, now this is where I took the brains, fucking brilliant advice about how you shake their hands. Because he was telling me the story is, is that you don't shake their hands, you don't shake wrestlers' hands rough. Like a like, like you're shaking your friend's hand or right. somebody's hand. Because they, you know, their bodies are decrepit. You know, oh, they yeah, have wrestler yeah. bodies. So you don't just go in and just fucking manhandle their hand. Yeah. And then after what you guys told me about what happened these past two days, I was a little pissed off about that. The fact that I went in there, thanks to your dumbass advice, uh, I went in there with the, like, noodle hand mm -hmm. to shake Bret Hart's hand. I was like, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hart. And I told him a little quick story, and Angela's standing next to me. And Bret Hart's like, okay. Like, he's, he's kind of looking at me like, you're a little dark, aren't you? He, he <laughs> wanted to dumb. pat you on the head so bad. <laughs> he did. He you know what funny, funny story this is? My brother, my older half-brother, 
lives in Corpus. Yeah. Right? And we don't talk often. You know, I mean, there's an age gap there. And, you know, I still, I mean, I love them. We're, every time we hang out or we're together, fucking great. Yeah. But, you know, we don't talk a whole lot often. And um, I'm walking past the line. I paid the extra money to get, like, the front row. Yeah. The front line to get Bret Hart and all that. And, you know, I want the icon. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be to sign my shit. You know, Maybe. I want the photo and all that. And I want the VIP treatment. So he signs it, and I'm walking away, and I'm all geeking out. You know, Brian. Brian's in the back, and <laughs> him and Heather see my face. I'm like... <laughs> I see my brother standing in a line, and he's got the, uh, the world heavyweight title. You know, the NWA, uh, oh, whatever, right. retire. He's yeah. standing in line it with his wife you were there, right? and his kids. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just getting this sign. He slaps the belt. I'm like, I totally you forgot could about fucking that. call me or totally let me know that you're going to be here. Like, hey, we could have met up, had lunch or something or whatever. He's like, no, I mean, it's Bret Hart. Because Bret Hart doesn't really make a whole lot of appearances at the time. Yep. With his strokes and his situations and his, you know, his life. And fuck, he lives in Canada, so you know there's always an issue coming well, down you the know. States. So that was my little short story oh, there. That's cool. But yeah, but I think I think I don't know where I was going with that. I think I think I think, I think there was, was a point to what we were talking. Oh, well, we were just talking about our, our autographs. Okay, but I think Nash was a little uh, inebriated. You know, Nash. Yeah. Funny thing is, when I saw when I because I met Kevin Nash and I yeah. got a bunch of photos with yeah. him. I don't know how that happened. Um. You know, the weird thing is, is that when we went to go see Kevin Nash, it was at a comic palooza, and when we walked past him, his line was empty. And I don't know if the rush had already hit him, Could and, be. Got their, and got their signatures and then left already, but there was nobody in that line to where I, I felt such a, like a dick and an asshole. I stood in front of his line, and then I was talking with Angela, like, should I pay the money to get Kevin Nash's, you know? I don't know if he could hear me say that, because... It wasn't that, do I want his autograph? It was more or less, do I have the money to really go blow to get his autograph after I'd already spent money on everybody else's autographs? Yeah. And, you know, I was, like, saying that in front of his line, and I was like, you should. You should go. We'll fuck it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Not figure it out like, oh, shit, now we have to pull out a second mortgage. You know what I mean? Like, more like, we'll figure it out, you know, how much money we spent and then hate ourselves that we Later. spent, like, $600, $700 on yeah. the day that we probably shouldn't have spent. Ah, so right we get in line, we just walk right up to him. We talk to his guy, and you know, they always have that guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you need signed? Their handler. Like, I'm fucking, he's standing right there, and I can, he can hear us. Yeah. And uh, before that guy even says anything, he just comes up, and we, we try to talk to the guy. And we're wearing our classic shirts that say, Best Buds. And like on my shirt, it says, Best. And it's like half a pot leaf. And on hers, it says, Buds. And, um, no, sorry, I have Buds. And it's half a pot leaf. She has best, and it's half a pot leaf. When we stand next to each other, it's like best buds and a pot leaf together. Yeah. So we're standing in front of him, so he sees it, and he's all like, "The best bud is a you know," or he said, "The best buds are the free kind," or whatever, something like. That. He said some comment. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, all right." So we're gonna take a picture with him. Yeah. Well, he's not standing up for this photo. No. He's sitting down, and I get on one side of him. And Angela gets on the other side, and his hand goes straight around her ass area. <laughs> and Angela's face, I just remember her going, like, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. It's Kevin Nash. What are you going to do? Well, she was very excited because she just saw Magic Mike the other day. And, you know, oh, you see yeah. Kevin Nash all big, sexy, up, you know, yeah. all jacked up and looking hot. And so she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, big, sexy. 
She was marking out too. She probably marked out more than I did. I was more concerned. I was like, ah, hundred something dollars for Kevin Nash. He might be back. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's retired. He yeah. might be back. Yeah. He's back now. But yeah, contrary to what Brian told you, when I went for those handshakes, yeah. I went for a full brother. Oh, yeah. I yeah. got in there. Y'all told me and that Hogan has a vice grip for a handshake. And his fist is probably three times the size of mine. Yeah, Hogan. His hands were massive. Big motherfucker. But all that aside, Hall, Nash, Hogan, if anybody who listens to this talks to them, I post on his Twitter a while ago and, and, and put him over big time. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. His wife was easy on the eyes as well. Yeah. No disrespect, now, but now, she was nice. Now I've heard and she that. was super nice. She was taking pictures of kids with the little girls. They walked over, yada, yada. Jimmy Hart was there. We walked in the door. He was, hey, brethren. You know, he was in full gimmick, megaphone, the whole works. And it was um, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. And I'm hoping that... Um, I hope they come back. I'll yeah. see them again. What the hell? Yeah, that was awesome. And uh, hell, we'll we'll continue to do it. We'll we'll go do the next one and then the next one and the next ones, and we'll just make uh, we'll make a and romantic it, mandate out of it. And really, it's not that much money. I mean, yeah. in the long run, what do you think? I think it's a hundred bucks. Like Maybe. like DDP and uh, Mick Foley, they're both yeah. sixty bucks, and you get an autograph and a picture. Exactly. But the thing is, also with Hogan now, that is a once in a lifetime thing, right? Exactly. It's not like he travels the circuit constantly. Yeah. He's not making towns, brother, you know, all the time. And and the same with Hall and Nash. I know who's to say when they'll ever be back. Exactly. Because now the last time the game was five years ago. Exactly. I mean the next time Hogan comes back, even if it's five more years, he's gonna be old as dirt. I mean no. he he's an old icon. He's uh I mean he, shit. I mean he's well, I, I learned Hulk Hogan. Well, see, I, I learned the hard way. If if somebody comes and I want their autograph, I'm gonna fucking get it. I, there's no when I met when I met Sting. That was that still pisses me off to you this day. You didn't get the so so Sting was there. It was Sting, uh, Roddy Piper. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Godfather. We Farouk. talked about this the last episode, the last wrestling episode. Yeah. It's the biggest stain of our. I mean, not based on base regret. I, I, base regret. Yeah. Regret of ever as getting anybody fan. as a wrestling fan. I mean, it's Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. You know, an icon of wrestling. You know, he was there for it all. I, I mean, he, he's a phenomenal uh, fundamentalist of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was a showman. Yep. Uh, and, and he was a humble guy. I mean, he just walked up, no security and all that, just walked up and. He um, sings light. Come to my, come to my line. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought I didn't even know who this guy was to walking and talking with me, you know, with his jacket. Yeah. Because you couldn't see him. He, he was he was like walking. Oh, he was just walking normal. Yeah. Just walking normal. We didn't realize he was in his Piper. fucking, you know, his, his yeah, fucking leather jacket. He Piper. And he's walking by us, you know, we're like, oh, this guy over here looks kind of like an old bum, drunk bum. Yeah. Because that's the way he looked when he was pretty rough. And he just felt like, hey, you know, there's nobody in my line because this guy's fucking late yeah. or whatever. And I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Ryan Ryan Piper. And we were, we were, we were like, the first or second first thing. Yeah. And we were like We'd already been there for an hour. Yeah, we were like yeah, a and he was fucking late. hour. He was late and we were just like, we're already here. We're like front of the line. As soon as he's gonna go, you know, but then he was late. God, that pissed me off. He shows up, doesn't even have his makeup on. Yeah. And he shows up with his sun he refused to take his sunglasses off. 
So you know he's hungover. Oh yeah, he was trash. But then later he put his bank makeup on. Right, yeah, yeah. when he sobered up. Yeah. And took his bumps. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Sting. I'm just, I mean, I don't know how you did it because with the Sting I saw in the photos was a very energetic Sting. Yeah. The Sting I spoke to and got an autograph from yeah. was fucking dead to the world. <laughs> I'm like, how do you go from that to that yeah. if you didn't take a bump? Maybe or pop your Adderall or whatever you did or something. He's just working, brother. Maybe he's just he working. He ate breakfast. Let's say that. He had yeah. a taco. <laughs> yeah. He had a breakfast taco. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Adderall. But from now on, that's why, that's why I promise I made to myself that I will never, I will never miss. You know another one I missed out was Ric Flair. That was so cool. You Why'd got Ric Flair. I did. And then he I mad He haggled for you. I was mad about that because I was worried about the price. Yeah. And the fact that he out-haggled you for your own price. Yep. Made him, still makes him the best, coolest wrestler that there ever is. Golly. You were going to get cheated by the little fucking handler. Mm-hmm. And Ric Flair is all like, no, fuck that. Come here. Yeah. What, what, what happened? Nah, fuck that. Come yeah. here. Yeah. Come here. I'm giving you your autograph. Yeah. Give him his money back. Yeah. You're being a dick. Now, he don't give a shit. <sighs> fucking Ric Flair. He's already been limousine riding, jet flying. I'm telling you now, if Ric Flair is in a close enough proximity to drive. We're doing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting in there. Dude, that's, like, that's the thing with Undertaker. Like, I, I really don't want to. It's a lot of money. You don't want to not go, though. I don't want to not go, though. Because when's the next time you're ever going to be an Undertaker? Well, here's That's the true. thing. For, well, everyone knows. Because, no, you know what? Here's the, here's the, the thing last about- time, The last time that I got to meet the Undertaker, or had the chance, it was in 2004. He was at the Houston Auto Show, Autorama. I stood in line for almost two hours to meet the fucking Undertaker, and there was maybe ten people in front of me, and they cut off the fucking line. You know, one time I got to, I almost got to meet Undertaker. My buddy uh, took another friend of ours instead to his house to meet, um, or to his mom's house to see him mm-hmm. and uh, Yokozuna. Yeah, oh, and I the remember Godfather the and all that. Yeah, there's very few photos of the Undertaker in a live setting, and if you Google him, these photos of him, of these two, my buddies, when they were fucking little shit-eating kids. <laughs> at his house in his backyard in fucking by Waltrip you know H-I-S-D mm-hmm. by in that neighborhood and they're just you know having a blast and I'm like and I could have gone and I didn't because I was not invited because I wasn't cool enough <laughs> to go to this stupid thing you know I still hate that to this day. That those are, those are the. It's okay. You can you can tell them that whenever you meet him. Oh, I'm gonna show him the Google pictures. I'm yeah. like, do you remember this? And I want to hear his story about all that. Yeah. And um. Well, you know, well, here's cool. the thing. I can't justify myself of spending three hundred bucks, about three hundred dollars, to meet my childhood hero. Yes, you can. I can't. And this is for once the weirdest thing in me and my wife's relationship is that. Normally, I'm like, spend it, and then I'll ask, I'll beg for forgiveness later. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm being more self, more conscious, money conscious about it. I was like, 300 bucks to meet The Undertaker. He'll come again. I'll yeah. see him later. But like you said, Ryan Rod Piper died the very next year. He did. That year, actually. Sorry, that year. And we will always regret not getting, just not even getting a chance to just shake his hand and say, man, I loved you as a kid. And it was a, it was a great inspiration to see you. Get rowdy, and you—you you had the mouthpiece, you had the mouth game of the wrestling uh, of the '80s. Yeah. And if y'all remember, we almost lost Ric Flair this past year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on. He was. He was knocking on Evans' door pretty fast. 
and and now he's on the other side of it. Yeah, now he's in the better white status. You can't kill Ric Flair. No, he's good. <laughs> and then with Undertaker, let me tell you how you justify that. I can guarantee you, just like the other two of us sitting at this table, you've wasted three hundred dollars on dumber shit than going to visit the Undertaker. You damn right. So my wife is actually pressuring me to make that to make that purchase. What are you just waiting go, for? Just go do it. Don't go. She thought it was this weekend. Because I told her, it says, babe, it's this weekend. It's short notice. I can't justify spending 300 bucks to go see The Undertaker. And she's yeah, like, just go spend not- it. Just go spend the money. You know, you're going to regret your life if he dies and you never got to do that justice. You're going to regret it for the rest of your life. I knew she was the brains of the operation for mm-hmm. a reason. Can't You can't beat that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. So, for those of you who can't see, because we have the mics turned away, the brain is showing me a picture of him and Arn Anderson and Ric Flair and how he narrowly dodged a spine buster from Arn Anderson <laughs> in that picture. So, to put this in perspective, because I know the Count listens to every episode, and he's not on this episode because he doesn't really understand or watches wrestling. It's like saying if Maynard, James... Keenan Maynard. Is it James? No. Tool. Yeah, James Keenan Maynard. James Keenan Maynard shows up and it's only 300 bucks and he just happens to have 300 bucks or he could save up 300 bucks to meet Maynard. Sure. It's like saying to you, Count, do you have you have the opportunity? It's in your future. He's going to be in a location. You have an opportunity. James Maynard Keenan. Okay. To see him. Do you do it? Maynard James Keenan. Maynard James Keenan. It doesn't matter what his name is. He gets the point. It's fucking tool. You have the opportunity to meet this guy. Do you do it, or do you fucking say, well, maybe I'll catch him next time? James Herbert Keenan is his real name. We don't say the Herbert. Okay. Yeah, throw Herbert out. Maynard James Keenan. Herbert, you can leave now. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the best way of justifying that. Just like we don't say George Herbert Walker Bush. Would you say George Bush? H.W. H.W. Well, I mean, if you want to get tech. The H.W. didn't get thrown in until W. came around, and we needed a, a new moniker for regular old George Bush. Or Bush 41. That's a good moniker, though. W. W. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how you Which say Which, hopefully, it. now that the government's real, but I hate to get into politics, but I've always I've been wanting to go to the presidential library since they buried him out it there. It is great. And it was shut down due to the government shutdown. But now that they're temporarily reopened, air quotes, mm. Now I have to hurry up and go before they shut that shit down again. <laughs> it's, it's a great experience. We went there as kids. I don't know. It was just a random thing my mom wanted to do. She took us up because we had family that lives in College Station. I have an aunt, Aunt Norma. She lives up in College Station. Well, she lives in Bryan. Hey, Aunt thing. Norma. Hey, Aunt Norma. Love you. She's the fun one. Yeah. <laughs> you, always have, you always have the one fun aunt. I have a lot of aunts and uncles. She's the fun one. Yeah. She's the one I like. She's my favorite aunt. Yeah. My favorite aunt. Sorry, other aunts that may be listening to this. And yeah, no, you're not, because you can't operate your fucking phone. So, Aunt Norma can. Aunt Norma's up with the times. <laughs> so, she, uh, we go there to go visit them, because um, we have something in common with um, Aunt Norma and all that. that her kids are also half white. The rest of my cousins are all on that side Hispanic, and my other cousins on the other side are all white. So this is the only cousins that I have that are half white, and they're all three boys. We're three boys, and I'm in the same age relationship with my cousin, whose name is, guess what? Houston. Huh. I have my cousin Houston. His name is Houston Shaw. That's so Texan. I love it. And you know, my other cousins are uh, Cody and Travis. Travis, as you know, William B. Travis. Mm -hmm. 
So, the, uh, of course, Cody was going to be, you know, another Houston native or Houston name or Alamo name, but, you know, I guess it went with Cody. Not that I don't love you, Cody. He's an active member of the He's a sergeant in the Army now. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, we go over to College Station and we just randomly go. I don't know if we randomly did, but I was too young to remember. Yeah. But we went there, it was the day, I think it was George Bush's birthday. So you know what he does, oh, excuse me, you know what he does on his birthday? <laughs> he jumps out of a fucking plane. Yeah, Shit. jumps out of perfectly good airplanes. He parachutes out of a fucking plane and lands right there in front of the uh, his memorial. Or his, um... In front of the library. The library, sorry, library. Yeah. So we were there and we got to see George Bush fucking land out of a plane. And he was all of, I think at the time, 70? Shit. That's because that was some years ago. Yeah. You know, he died in, what, 95? 94, 94 or something like that. That's a good life. Yo, man. That yeah. man sees himself. At 70-something years old, he's still jumping out of a fucking plane. He was jumping out of planes in his 80s. Yeah. I want to say for his 80th or 85th birthday, he hopped out of an airplane. Which is fine. That's what you want to do? Great. Man's been in planes his entire life. I mean, he fought in World War II. He was 94. Yeah. 94, 94 years old. Great Houstonian, by the way. Great humanitarian, but a, a great Houstonian. One born in Houston. He wasn't a native Texan, but damn, he got here as quickly as he fucking could. And, made and he Houston bought all home. a bunch of oil money and, <laughs> and made sure that he was a, a tried and true that he was real a, Houstonian. That he was all right. He's all right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. One-term president. Sorry. Second shit. Yeah. That's what happens when you win a war and then you fucking go about your business. You become... You know, you know, Jimmy Carter, boring. <laughs> These days, you gotta be flashy and fucking vocal to get yourself reelected. Yes. Speaking of boring, oh boy. Oh, speaking of boring, let's get back to this rumble part of it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yes, we're already an hour <laughs> above our episode time. We haven't even done one fucking thing about the Royal Rumble, and this is a Royal Rumble edition. It's true. So, this week in the Royal Rumble, this is Royal Rumble what? 2019. <laughs> Did they not do monikers? Oh, they I, think Roman Roman, I think this or? is 27. 27. Royal yeah. Rumble. 27. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. So, I'm just going to go just straight in delving into some uh, Royal Rumble facts. Yeah. Hit me with some facts, facts, facts. Facts, 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 facts. facts, facts. So, facts, these, facts. I'll just give you 30 quick rundowns of Royal Rumble facts. The Royal Rumble actually debuted in 1988. There have been uh, 870 entrants in the Royal Rumble match. Wow. 870. Three of those entrants have been females, and they all eliminated at least one wrestler. Oh, I'm sorry. This is 32. 30? Is it really 32? Yeah. Where'd you 32. get 20 whatever the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, the fucking 1988? Oh, oh, oh. Because of the stat that I was reading. We'll get to it. If you don't say it, I'll say it. Old ass stats. Sorry. 23 wrestlers have won the match, meaning 98% of the entrants have failed to win. The Royal Rumble has been held here in Texas. Wait, say that, was that the last one we're doing? 23 entrants, or 23 wrestlers have won the match, meaning 98% of those entrants have failed to win. Out of 32 Rumbles, only 23 have won. Which wow. makes no fucking sense. No. That's a weird, shitty stat. That's a weird stat. Moving on. That's some time forward, man. You know what? Sorry. It may be. It may have been some dyslexic fuck that wrote these uh, stats because I'm reading them off of whatever the hell it is. So, um, the Royal Rumble has been held here in Texas four times. Nice. But California and Florida have each held it 
Five times. Okay, when you say Texas, where? Like Dallas? San Antonio? One in Houston, right? Texas. Yeah. Texas encompasses the entire state and all of its cities. Houston is Texas, but... uh, That's it. For Christmas, we're all getting glows. No, I'm saying, like, (laughs) what city in Houston? What city in Texas? What city in Texas? I know Houston was one. San Houston's Antonio one. was one. Probably Dallas twice. I think San Antonio's actually done it twice. Yeah, actually, to be right. That's I right. think the Alamo Dome has had it twice. Okay. Um, 500,007. Wait, wait. 500,007. 507,102 fans have attended the Royal Rumble in person. Wow. Goodness. Rey Mysterio has the record for lasting the longest at one hour, two minutes, and 12 seconds to win in 2006. Which we both know, all th- or we try know, that he went on to win his first world title, WWE title, at the re- WrestleMania. No. Against, Sorry. was it uh, Batista at the time? Did he beat up Big Batista? Or was it, again, was it Benoit or... No, it would have been walk has been uh No, that was Eddie Guerrero and Chris uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm. Keep going with your stats. All I know is that Edge won it despite needing just Damn right seven minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Uh, damn it was a, he has the right. shortest reign in the Royal Rumble to win it. Uh, it's my favorite wrestler, know, by the way. The shortest time period in the Royal Rumble was by one second, which is Santino Morella. <laughs> Who made a quick entrance and a quicker exit. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you so, know who the longest was in to not even win it? Who? Bob Backlund. Really? Last one hour in one minute and ten seconds without even winning. He was just in there. Just kind of doing the Jericho thing, hiding out on the side curtain. When I was looking at the some stats too. Okay. I don't condone this stat because I don't think that it, it's not Royal Rumble. So last year they came out with the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, and, and that Saudi was just Arabia. and that was just a money grab. Yeah, I mean shit. If the Saudis are gonna pay it, fuck well, it. Oh, they, 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 they made the money. Braun Strowman, uh, Daniel Bryan beat Rey Mysterio. 76 minutes and 5 seconds. But that, I don't think that counts. Well, it's because it's not a, a... It's not Royal Rumble. The it's Royal not Royal Rumble. pay-per-view Royal Rumble. No, this yeah. is a Royal Rumble yeah. edition. I'm marking this up. The greatest Royal Rumble in fucking some other country. You know what? Greatest Royal Rumble? You just made a list! Yeah. That's it. Put them on the list. Because next year they could have the greatest Royal Rumble 2.0 or something like fucking that. Fucking Iran. It's not going to be the OG what if it Royal was, Rumble. What if it was the greatest Royal Rumble ever? Part Dude. Dude. Then we're going to sue the hell out of them. Goddamn right we are. Damn right. <laughs> if they spell it with two, a bunch two of O's, they're done. Vince? Get I can tell up. you this. There's a fun fact. is that Triple H holds the record for the most time spent in the Royal Rumble at four hours, six minutes, and eight seconds. Because he's the game. 46 Hall of Famers have completed in the, uh, competed in the Royal Rumble. Nine Hall of Famers have won the Royal Rumble. Nice. Mick Foley entered a single Royal Rumble three fucking times, yeah, and did. that was probably one of the best Rumbles I've ever seen. What year was that? Do you know? Uh, it, in 1998. Wow. That's uh, one. We all know who won that one, because he went on to world his first world heavyweight champion against Shawn Michaels. That was Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin. 
That's where uh, Mick Foley came in as Dude Love, mm-hmm. Mankind, and Cactus Jack. Great Royal Rumble, by the way. Only 16 of the 30 numbers have won the Royal Rumble. Seven men who seven men have won the Royal Rumble from spots one to ten. Four men have won from spots eleven to twenty. Nineteen have won from twenty-one to thirty. So that goes. To, that's safe to say that people get tired, so they got to come in a little bit later. Yeah, way later. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, they definitely got the advantage. And actually, a little too tired, but you know we can't but just give it away at thirty like the Undertaker. Number twenty-seven has won most more Rumbles than any other. Uh, than any other entrant. Really? Number 27 has the most wins. Wow. All right. Numbers one and two have produced four Royal Rumble winners. And in 1995 and 1999, the first two entrants were also the final two. Hmm. That's a good fact. That's some nice little trivia right there. Yeah. Only one wrestler has ever won the same number twice at number 28. Do you know who that is? The game. Stone Cold. Batista, ah, at number 28, has won it twice. Batista or Batista? Batista. Kane holds the record for the most Royal Rumble entrances or, or, or appearances. Um, appearances ever at number seven. Well, actually, this is an uh, outdated right here because I know he's done 19, 19 Royal Rumbles. This says 17, so they're too shy. So these stats may have been updated since uh, whenever this was produced, but I do know that he's done yeah. 19 with the most Royal Rumble entrances, and the second is uh, Shawn Michaels, and third is The Undertaker. I do know that. Kane also holds the record for the most Royal Rumble eliminations. Now, this is wrong also. This is not update because he had 43 eliminations, and we now know that Roman Reigns has... Oh, sorry, Shawn Michaels actually holds the most eliminations. Sorry, I'm completely wrong. Kane does hold the most eliminations at okay. 43. Okay. In a single Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns holds that title. At how many? 12. Yes. And Kane holds, wow. did okay. hold it at 11. Wow. Kane's number might as well be infinity. Oh, at that's this actually point. right here next to it. Roman Reigns holds the record for most eliminations, eliminations in a single Royal Rumble match with 12. The WWE Championship was on the line twice in the Royal Rumble in 1992, and we know who won that. Woo! And in 2016, which I think was... Triple H? I think it was Randy Orton. 2016? Sorry, not 2006. 2016. Let's look it up. Could have very well been. Could have been. The Legend Killer. Yeah, that, uh... The Royal Rumble is always fun, man. We always have a great time at the Royal Rumble. It is Rumble. good betting. It is good fun. Triple H. Triple H, okay. Except for the one year that I won the money on Roman Reigns and subsequently broke my foot and spent y'all's oh. money at the ER. <laughs> that, that, that thank you, by the way. That is one of the greatest Royal Rumble stories that we will ever have as oh, far as Man Cave Live. So just a quick recap on that. So he, he posts one. JC posts one, the Royal Rumble one, uh, Royal Rumble money because he broke his ankle on location so went tell, to the tell, ER tell him what we do how we bet so we bet numbers and squares yeah we like, bet, like football uh, well like football like uh, like a boxing match you know 12 rounds or something like that and we draw numbers randomly we actually we randomly draw the numbers and uh-huh. then we randomly draw the spots yep like five, to make five, it completely five bucks fair. get you three squares or something right. like that yeah 
And we bet. And, and uh, and then when they come in, you know, and then we have side bets, like, mm-hmm. uh, who do you think is going to win? How many surprise entrances is going to win? What number is going to win if you want to get, re- well, we tried that once, because it was, I think it was Roll's idea, yeah. to bet against, like, a Vegas, a Vegas bet or whatever. There was prop bets involved. Mm-hmm. And all that. There's drinking bets involved. Drinking bets involved. But I can tell you this. Did you know that uh, John Cena, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Batista, and Hulk Hogan have all won the Royal Rumble twice? Really? Yes. Do you know who has won the most Royal Rumbles at three? What? What? Who has won? What? (laughs) It was Stone Cold Uh, Steve Austin at three Royal Rumbles. Nice. Uh, Probably going to be broken by... Let's see, John Cena, Triple H. Nobody that's, on that list. Oh, that's right. John Cena's out this year. We John Cena and Triple H. With a fake injury. Who's on the Triple list? H, Batista, Hulk Hogan. And that, yeah, that's it. Now, oh, Triple shit. H. Batista H- might Triple sneak H. in. Triple H just got cleared to wrestle after his injury in Saudi Arabia. And Batista is a sneak peek from what that's I hear. True. Batista has he been. He might be a surprise entrance. He's been kind of, kind of communicating. And then ever since they did the Evolution reunion with him and Flair and Orton. That was here Hero just a little while back. That was good some that was a good marking right there. That dude is Batista is jacked. I don't know he's what the hell jacked. he's been doing, but he is a monster. San Antonio's had Royal Rumble three times. Three. And then we've had it oh, once. Oh, wait, Houston had the, the... Houston had the very... The, no, so Dallas has never held a Royal Rumble? Yep, yeah, nope. Houston has... Uh, the last time Houston had a Royal Rumble was in 1989. Do you know why all the trees in Houston... So that doesn't make any... So these stats are wrong, then. Or, or uh, antiquated. No, no. Because, three. well, they said four Rumbles in Texas, so now it's five. No. Because we just had a Rumble here in Houston. No, no, it's, it's updated. We never did. There's never been a Rumble in Houston. Since 1899? Yeah. We, I thought the Rumble was here last year. No. Oh, it was in Dallas. No, San Antonio. San Antonio. That was what? Last year? San Antonio was uh, 2017. Okay, okay, okay. We're in 2019, guys. Like, well, because I, I, I remember like there was a big old thing. Are we going to travel to go somewhere to go exactly. do the Rumble? And I was like, no, yeah. I'm not going to spend that kind of money right now. Yes. Yeah, that... Um, that's crazy. I don't. Royal Rumble's always been fun. I say, except for the one year I had my little unfortunate incident. But other than that, I enjoy the Royal Rumble personally. I enjoy the the anticipation of who's coming yeah, out. Who's coming like, out? Legend wise. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, I think a, this is. I think it's a great. I think it's the best memory. It. Uh, yes. It's my favorite memory. Royal it Rumble is my memory. favorite. And now I love. Love a good WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, yeah, a good WrestleMania. But we've had shit WrestleManias. You know, I've never had Just a shit. Royal Rumble. No. Except for when Rome, Roman Reigns wins it. Yeah. It was um, Indian, but... I had a great Royal Rumble that year. Yeah. <laughs> until shortly after. Yes, but you broke your ankle. When you I, didn't even get to see who wins, but you I was out here getting his fuck money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, that was a great year. So, moving on, that was just Royal Rumble facts. I got one. Oh, okay. Can I, can I shoot one out? Sure. If you uh, want to. Yeah. If you can. I got one. So, oh, can't you? Or you can you? Oh, God. Uh, so there was only one Royal Rumble that had two winners. Oh. Um, ooh, I bet you I get it. I bet you I got it. Yeah. Um, You're bound to get the first one. I know who they are. I just know the year. Oh, you want to get the year? I'm trying to get the year. Okay. Oh, man, I have one year. What year was Ziggleborn? No, he was born before that. He's as old as The Simpsons. 
Who's? Born eighty nine. Oh really? Okay. No, sorry, he's born in ninety. No, ninety one. Shit. Okay, he's not as old <laughs> as the Simpsons. My wife's as old as the Simpsons. I'm sorry. Okay. I screwed that up. No, this was nineteen. I'm just gonna throw it out. Nineteen ninety four. With Lex Luthor and Bret Hart. Yes. Good job. Look at Pudgy coming through. Oh, man. Rumble's my favorite match. Rumble's, Rumble's it's yes. My, it's, it's where up. Like, I mean, you were talking about, like, did you see that crazy Royal Rumble where Ric Flair won the belt? Yeah. Where he screwed over. I mean, you, y'all didn't even know I knew this. I pulled this out of my ass walking by. I was like, oh, you mean that one where uh, Ric Flair cheated out Sid Justice and uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> in 1992? And y'all both just looked at me like, Fuck, did you just pull that out of your ass? I'm like, Pretty goddamn right I did. Because you know why? You know how many times I ran that video from Kroger? <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> I ran that video at Kroger. You know what that Kroger is? That Kroger's right there off of... Uh, it was off 290 and um, Winford. Not Winford, that... Um, whatever that side street is. I don't know what that side is, but it was off 290 and... Either way, I just know that sure. we... We rented out that movie. I rented out all the Rumbles. Yeah. And that's the one I rented out the most because I was so... That made me... For <laughs> once in my life, the only time in my life that I ever hated Ric Flair. Yeah. Because Ric Flair was... He wanted to be the bad guy. But he was but so good at being the He was the so good, good at being the bad guy. It's kind of like Triple H. Well, Triple H's favorite wrestler is Ric Flair. That's true. And Gorgeous George. That's the reason why when he started out, he was the... The aristocrat. Yes. He was the, the highbrow. Uh, highbrow. He came out with a robe, just like Gorgeous George. Came out dripping. Flair, just you know, money. You know, straight money. Like I got it. You want it? I'm all the best. His, all his Titantron logos were all gold right. and just real regal. He was a regal son of a bitch. And I'm gonna win because I have to win, and that's yep. the way it is. I was born to win, and you guys are just ain't gonna win. Yeah. And he would always do the shady shit. Like, yep. did you know? And I don't know if he was the first, but he's the one that made it popular. The uh, uppercut nut check yeah. was created by the Ric old, Flair. The old Not low created, blow. The low blow. Popularized. Popularized by Ric Flair. Nice. Do you that, know? That, one, that was created, and that's one of your favorite uh, promos, right? Oh, After Ric Flair wins the... Uh, oh, it's, it, I love Ric Flair. Just, Brian, Brian knows this. I'm not sure if Pudgy knows as much as the brain knows because the brain and I go back and forth quoting Ric Flair a lot. But, yeah, after after he won the Rumble, got the belt, he's back in the back with the recently departed me, Gene Okerlund, yep. and also Bobby Heenan and Mr. Perfect, who are all no longer with us, which is really a shame. Yep. Um, he's back there and he's talking about, you know, this is the greatest day of his life, and it's the greatest moment of his life. He says, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. And he says, you know you're number one when you're toting this WWF championship. And to be number one, you got to stay number one. And he said, he's the man. Him and Bobby Heenan and Mr. Perfect just all went, woo, all at one time. And I, I actually watched it earlier as I was looking up a few things. And I got goosebumps because three of the four guys are no longer with us. And none of us thought that it would be any of those three before it was Ric Flair. Yeah. Because, you know, he was running hard yeah. back in the day. Man, they used to go 60-minute match after 60-minute match after 60-minute match. Him and Ricky well, that, Steamboat. That's the way they trained. 
That's it. You know, yeah. listen to the old podcasts. Yeah. Uh, with the. Bruce Pritchard and, and, and whatever they talked about how how speaking, speaking of which did they ever get back with you about doing that, that uh, I I have not yet I have that soundbite that we asked we're them going to, do? to I need to contact his people and and make sure that's actually a thing that can happen I know that they make a phone call when you order a shirt I'm gonna try to put a little a little a little PS there at the bottom. Oh yeah, Kevin Nash wouldn't do it either. Yeah, we tried. Kevin well, Nash. So Kevin Nash. Nash. No, hold on. From what I heard, is that neither one of you? Wait, well, who wasn't? Who was it that asked? Was no, it you? Did. Okay, but I was standing right behind him. I was From literally what I this heard, close. That he may have been confused. I think he was confused. What you were asking? Yeah. Said, hey, would you like to be a part of our podcast? Yeah. I said, hey, would you? I said, hey, would you do? Would you mind doing a quick like five second uh, intro for my podcast? And he goes, no, 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 I don't do podcasts. And I'm like, I, okay, thank you, sorry. And the little handler was kind of pushing us along. Yeah, like I, was getting I don't think he understood so. what I, I think he thought that I, I was asking him to do like an interview or something. Or you like, you were asking him like, hey, after the show, blah, 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 blah. Right, he come was like, yeah, blah, some, blah, 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 record something yeah. else. So there's this website. See, if I would have been like, hey, will you record this on this phone real quick? Please. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Well, right, well, a, when we see the Undertaker, then you can say that to him. Oh, I won't be able to say much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm afraid that I won't be able to do anything. I'm probably just going to stand there and then faint. You're going to walk around with a hashtag <laughs> rock hard dick. When you see the Undertaker, that's going to happen. You pop a Viagra, brother? <laughs> no, it was Bluetooth. Duh. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's I see you. Honest, motherfucker. <laughs> I say do the 300 bucks for the autograph and photo op. Well, the autograph. Just here, do it. Well, man. it's three. Now it's three fifty. Considering what I want to get signed. Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, what do you want to get signed? So everybody knows, and we've talked about this in the last podcast that there's this gimmick going on with me and about the Undertaker's that the bell never rang. Oh. So, and here's a funny thing. This happened recently. So, uh, short story. Uh, WrestleMania 30 was the first time the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania. He lost to Brock Lesnar. Sad day. And that was the day that the music died, as you could say. That was the day that I knew that my childhood was over. I was already, what, 32 years old? And to me, that's when my childhood finally rested in peace. As that, you know, there was only two, there was only two constants in the world. Undertaker was ruining at WrestleMania and taxes. And then death. Which we're not even sure that's going to happen anymore because we're all getting it frozen. We're all going to get frozen in the Man Cave Live vault <laughs> to be thawed out someday and do Man Cave Live all over again, baby. <laughs> so death ain't even a constant anymore. But there was those two constants. Is it Undertaker winning at WrestleMania and taxes? Because I'm pretty sure in a thousand years from now, we're still going to be taxed like a yep. motherfucker. Oh, boy. Are we going to get taxed just for being thawed out? Yep. Here's your thaw tax. God damn it. <laughs> thaw tax. We're getting taxed for thinking about taxes right yeah. now. <laughs> shit, we better stop talking about taxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So, when that match happened, nobody, nobody, nobody thought they were going to give this match. And actually, nobody, not even McMahon, not McMahon, not even Lesnar knew that The Undertaker, he'd already won so many and he's been he's been an icon in the, in, in the industry that McMahon said, you go out, you go out the way you want to go out. Yeah. You know, this is your match. You do, you do you. So nobody knew that Undertaker was going to give this match. They always say, like, why McMahon? You see these articles that say, why McMahon decided Lesnar to win. That's not true at all. 
McMahon didn't decide this match at all. Nobody, McMahon himself, and many, even uh, Mark Calloway, you know, Undertaker. We all know that he decided. Yep. He decided was he was was he going to put over the big dog, or was he going to still be the big dog? Yeah. Was this his yard, or was he giving away the yard? And that match, he decided to uh, give away the yard and put over the big dog, to where even you see that one glimpse, that little sorry glimpse, a glimpse in Lesnar's face, mm-hmm. and Lesnar doesn't get the surprise most often when he pinned and he started. He heard the three count. His face is kind of like. Yeah. Like he's he's he got starstruck himself. He's like, I just did it. Yeah. I just did the unthinkable of, of unthinkables. So would that, be, would that be a six KV moment? That was the sixiest of, of KVist yeah. of moments. Well, I know it would have been if the bell had rung. So That's that being true. said, I was such in shock and awe. There was probably 30 of us watching this this WrestleMania 30 at a friend's house. And I was in front row, of course, like a mark. And my wife was sitting on my lap. And when I saw the three count, one, two, three, I fucking flipped out so much that I launched my wife out of my fucking chair. She flipped out. She's like, the fuck? Because I threw her out of my, out, off my lap. And I stood up just, my hands on my head. is like, the fuck? And in such, much, such shock, I didn't hear the bell ring. And I just remember looking back behind me. And they weren't so much looking at me being freaking out. Everyone else had freaked out. Yeah, nobody Because everybody knew, even if you didn't watch wrestling, they also knew there was one constant in wrestling. The Undertaker wins at WrestleMania. And then, you know, people didn't even watch wrestling. Yeah, uh, our good friend uh, Jennifer. Yeah. She never watched wrestling for most of her life, but she did know this. She did know that The Undertaker wins at WrestleMania. You know? Her face and everyone's faces were just like, dumb shrug, like, the fuck just happened? And even then, you and and, and uh, JC here and y'all didn't hear the bell ring either because no, we were all in straight shock. Like, did we really just see this? And I went on a tangent, a rant, of saying, "No, the bell never rang. This is all a farce. This is a word. This is bullshit." We're going to find the out. Match. We're going to find out on Raw that he got screwed and it didn't really happen, yeah. so he really didn't lose. Yep. And then we found out our buddy Raul rewatched the match when he got home because he didn't believe it either because he didn't hear the. He also didn't hear the bell ring. Yeah. He went home, rewatched the match, and found out he did hear the bell ring. And I forever, forever went on saying that that uh, the bell never rang. Yeah. Now that being said, my mother-in-law doesn't watch wrestling, never knew about wrestling, doesn't know about the Undertaker. Why? Well, she does know who the Undertaker is. Yeah. Because she knows Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, and Roddy Roddy Piper. Okay. That's who she knows. Oh, and Ric Flair. Those are old people, mm-hmm. so she knows who they are. She knows that I like wrestling, so she buys me a little miniature wrestling replica uh, ring bell. A little ding-ding. So she boxed it up, and strangely enough, she boxed it up with no return address, so I don't know where the fuck this came from. <laughs> I get this thing in the mail, and I'm immediately going like, who the fuck sent this to me? I was kind of pissed off, and I thought it was a funny joke. It was like, somebody sent me a fucking bell to show me that the bell rang. He's out there ribboning. Yeah, I thought y'all fucking ribbed the shit out of me. He's like, here you go, Pudgy. This is the bell that rang, you know? <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck sent this to me? So I sent that mass text going like, who the fuck yeah. sent this to me? Who sent me the bell? Because you got me. That's a good fucking joke. And then I, I told Angela, I said, look the fuck. Look what they said. somebody sent me. She's like, oh, my mom sent you that. I was like, 
Your mom your sent mom? me this puppy? What the fuck? <laughs> your what mom's in on it too? Damn it! <laughs> yeah. So I asked, I asked her, so why did she send me this? She's like, oh, she saw it on one of those uh, Groupon type websites and thought it would be cool. Do you I was know? Like, yeah, it's cool, but I didn't know she knew anything that I even like wrestling. The brain, do you happen to know what happened that day when he got the bell? No. He fucked him. <laughs> he fucked him. So I'm going to get that bell signed <laughs> by uh, the Undertaker. So you think it's going to charge you an extra 50 bucks for that? Well, you told me if you sign an inscription message, there's an extra charge, right? Um, I don't know. Like it's an extra 50 bucks for... If, if you can get him so to So you said it's an autograph. So I don't even want the picture. Like, I don't want a picture with The Undertaker. You know why? Because I'm going to do the dumbass thing I did with Bret Hart. I'm going to mark out and do this stupid look. Are you going to hit one knee and do the thing that says iron or whatever? This just says 150 an autograph. You can ask him to move around. But you said that there's a special thing that it says per inscription. Mm. Not on that one, I don't believe. Like to sign something, like a personalized message. If like you just apparently sign his name for 150. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. He'll sign his name, but because I want him to sign... Because I'm going to tell him the story, oh, God, if I can please. get it out of my mouth, without just going, <laughs> I'm going to ask this, I'm going to tell him the story, and then say, well, you signed this, this is the bell that never rang. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can get him to write, it did not ring on that bell, I will buy the case to put it in. And that bell will never ring again. Nope, and that thing will be sealed. Sealed shut. Into a time capsule that... The best diggers in the world will be I able to I'm dig up. I gotta get these tickets now. I will buy that case. I gotta do this. And it's recorded I, now, I, I, so I, I have to. I believe that. I believe me getting that bell signed will probably be the bucket list oh, item of spend, my lifetime. You'll spend $200 then. Oh, I don't care. I'm getting it done now. Yeah. This is gonna be the bucket list item that I'm, if I don't do it now. If you don't get a picture, I mean, you can take a picture of him. I actually don't want. I don't, I don't even want a picture, to be honest. No. Because I know I'm going to be stupid looking at it. I'm going to be marked out. And <laughs> So, you know, a lot of the people at, at Hulk Hogan, um, the majority of them were, were for pictures. Right? Yeah. They're in the picture line instead mm-hmm. of the autograph line? There was a That's massive dumb. amount of people Because they do pictures. autographs or pictures first. And then you got to go stand back in line for autographs. There's a well, huge... Like what I did with Bret Hart. Yeah. It was, it was, it was front a, row... Front line, because remember I got that VIP yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I spent, you know what's funny? I spent two seventy five to do that with Bret Hart, the VIP package and everything. Remember that? But you won't spend that for the Undertaker. You, you damn right. You damn right. Yo, y'all have made a fucking point. I spent the two seventy five to go see Bret Hart. The best there is, the best there ever will be. Oh, sorry, the you best there was. Like the best it. there is, and and my favorite. Yeah, you're right. I should. De- Look at me. Look You're at y'all. sold. You're sold. I can yeah. see it on your face. Well, it's just, I'm just trying to think that, you know, that's a lot of money to spend on something. And plus, I thought it was today. No, no. That yeah, the Undertaker yeah, yeah. was here. No, so I was like, no, oh, no. man, short notice. Yeah, shit. I'm Come on now. Today, I can't spend yeah. that kind of money. So, uh. So. Sorry. No, no, no. No, it's no, no, okay. No, no. Tangent. So, um, we're just going to do a little bit of a wrestling update. Um, it's quick. You know what? No. We'll do that towards the end. NXT TakeOver was tonight in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. I'm a little out of date in wrestling because, you know, lately, if The Undertaker's not wrestling, I don't know shit. And if I don't see an old namer, I don't know if if Batista's not coming back or Triple H isn't doing something or Shawn Michaels doesn't come back. I mean, what the fuck? He still got it, man. Yeah. True story. Triple, I mean, Shawn Michaels still had it. He looks weird bald. He is a weirdo, you know, it's just, I mean... Bald looks weird. I don't like it. 
It's a little creepy, but at 57 years creepy. old, he can still get after it. I mean, he's still got it. He's still got the... Yes. Uh, he can tune the band up, if you will. That's right. He can turn the band way up. He can give you some, some of that sweet chin music. Yes. So, the Brian and I watched NXT right here in the cave while we were prepping for the show and stuff, and man... Good, great show. As Good always. stuff. I NXT, tried, NXT. It's the WCW of the WWF. But it and is. It rivals okay. every time they do a major pay-per-view, like Survivor Series. Like last year we went to Survivor Series and we went to NXT War Games the night before. Man, just a phenomenal show. Which, by the way, you can't move out because if you do, that means that chair has to leave and it's become a main staple of just, even though it's just sitting there in the corner, it's still a visual thing that's in this That's cave. true. For, like I said, for those of you who don't know, we went to the War Games pay-per-view, which was incredible. But we which actually I wanted got, to go to, but, uh, you know. We actually got one of the chairs from the ringside, one of the commemorative chairs. It's got a picture on the seat with all the people that were involved, and it's got a big inscription on the back, NXT War Games, Houston, Toyota Center, yada, yada. And it really is a nice chair, and I actually, there's a picture floating around of me somewhere sitting on that chair pondering the world's problems while eating roadside pizza <laughs> in the front of Toyota Center. <laughs> Rahul actually, I believe, owns that picture nice. and is either... Did you figure out all the world's problems? You oh, saw I didn't even get started good because the pizza was great. <laughs> pizza was good. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, look, a squirrel! But it was just pizza and I got distracted. It was good no, pizza. Yeah, okay. But it was perfect. I was sitting with the chair turned around backwards with my arms kind of propped on the top and big, ginormous, $9 size of pizza and just living my best life at that moment. And no problems were solved that day. <laughs> no. Didn't solve war hunger. Didn't no, no. I definitely war. did not contribute to world hunger that day. <laughs> <laughs> did not contribute whatsoever. But yeah, the, the pay-per-view tonight was great, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, probably my favorite match out of the ones that I was paying enough attention to to realize what was happening was my guy, Alistair Black. Yeah. Tommaso Chapa for the belt. The, the new taker is what you call it, Oh, right? man. His entrance is amazing. To watch it live, yeah. it's just like, it's great. It really is. That, and that's the only thing I wish I could see now was a live Undertaker entrance. That's yeah. probably on my You know, list. I went to WrestleMania 17, and the only one that I got to see was the Kid Rock entrance. At 17, I was so disappointed. Yeah, you got screwed on that one. <laughs> you know, to be such an Undertaker mark, and then you, you know, I, I was never a fan of Biker Taker. Never was. I mean, I was still a huge fan. But it just, you know, I love the whole, you know, darkness of the Undertaker oh, yeah, thing. yeah, man. I mean, they still turned down the lights, and they did the bell toll. Of course. With his rolling, rolling, or was it Limp Biscuit at 17? Yeah, yeah Limp Biscuit. I don't remember. I know I was nosebleed as fuck. I mean, real you were nosebleed. mad as fuck. I was, I was, I was, I was the dome. Yeah. So you know, that's nosebleed. <laughs> oh yeah. I was literally, shit. You not. My dad got such shit sheets, uh, shit seats. We were behind the pillar. Ooh. We were behind the pillar next to the camera. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. There's that's not really why, any excuse for that. One. Not even joking. <laughs> So you were changing light bulbs in the Astrodome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, we, we had such shit seats. And you know what's funny is everything else sold out. I only had one thing that I bought from there. It was an Edge t-shirt, a yellow t-shirt, a yellow Edge shirt that I wore to school in high school. And I remember everyone giving me shit. It's like, that's all you got? Because everyone didn't like Edge at the time or Edge wasn't so popular. I was like, that's True. all you got? Everyone's showing up with their rock t-shirts and their Stone Cold t-shirts and their other cool DX t-shirts. And I'd show up with this yellow 
Yeah. This yellow ass and edge t-shirt. Asian Christian t-shirt. Yeah, the, yeah. It says, the totally, it says totally reeks of awesomeness on it. No, it was before that. Okay. It was like right there. Oh, you. you. It just said I'm an edge shirt and I'm loud as fuck. Yeah. Because it I'm was yellow. bright yellow. <laughs> like Hulk Hogan yellow. I like that. <laughs> and I was, and it was all like, you got an edge t-shirt. It was all, it was all it was there. <laughs> all it was left. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? How was how was NXT for you? Take over. I liked it a lot. I mean, NXT is always one of the best shows, one of the best WWE pay-per-views. My favorite match was uh, Alistair Black, or not Alistair, but uh, uh, Ricochet and Gargano. And Gargano. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch a little bit. Uh, see, I don't even know who these guys are, but I have seen uh, Ricochet. When it, was it? Um, who was the other guy? Will Osprey. No. The one was the greatest match. People are dubbing the greatest match. Yeah, Will Ospreay. That was okay, Will that, when I watched like that match. And, so yeah. I knew who Ricochet was at that yeah. point in time. And I saw that physicality was just, I don't really know what the yeah. fuck I just saw. I just remember standing here and you showed me in the cave and I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? Fuck, yeah. I was like, these are not cruiserweights, right? These yeah. are like heavyweights doing this kind of shit. Those dudes oh, okay. are... The athleticism is unreal. Unreal. Too. It was great. And even tonight, watching what I saw tonight, I was had to keep... You know, double checking to, yeah. the, to the screen. I was like, "Fuck, am I seeing? Why aren't our guys doing this now?" Exactly. That's why I love it. I see so much more. Well, there's less flavor, more physicality. Exactly. So we always get that. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god! I can't oh, remember every time. If I had a dollar for every time I said "oh shit" earlier, I'd yeah. have a lot of dollars. Yeah. I, I heard it like at least six times. Yeah. So just a quick rundown on the on the results. Uh, Matt Riddle beat Cassius Ono, bro, by submission. Uh, we had new NXT Tag Team Champions crowned. Uh, the War Raiders, aka uh, War Machine. Yes, back in the nineties, they just they defeated the Undisputed Era. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Kind of sucks. I love I love Undisputed Era. Were those the guys that came with that Viking entrance? No, yeah, yeah, the War Raiders. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah. That was a badass. That was a cool entrance. Yeah. Uh, we had a new champion, Johnny Gargano, beat Ricochet. Oh, for the yeah. North American title. Yes. Which, that was a phenomenal match. I didn't think the bearded guy was going to beat uh, Ricochet. Johnny Gargano was good. Yeah. So they, so Johnny Gargano's uh, nickname is Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. Because he uh, he knows everything. All wrestling moves. He's he's, I, he's, he's like a modern day Dean Malenko. He did look like a modern he's day. He's a modern day Dean Malenko with, with cruiserweight things. Physicality, yeah, yeah, flair and yeah. the high flying ability as well. Yeah, high yeah. flying ability with with the technical. He's got uh, the from what I saw, he's got a lot of. You know what? I hate to even throw his name out there, but he's kind of like a Benoit if you think about it. Because Benoit wasn't exactly a cruiserweight because he was a big hefty guy. Yeah, but he knew a thousand moves. I yeah. tell you that he was a hell of a technician. Yeah. But he definitely had you know, he can high fly with the best of them. I think he could even go lucha libre. And you know, you know, run the best with the uh, the Guerreros and the uh, Mysterios. Mysterios and such, hmm. and so forth. Uh, let's see, Shayna Baszler. We didn't watch this match. No, we're not we're not fans of Shayna Baszler. Hey, so Shayna Baszler uh, uh, defeated uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, For, she she retained the title. I don't know if I did. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa retained his title against Aleister Black. Great match. Um, to end the show, pretty cool. Uh, uh, Gargano and Champa used to be in a tag team and they were both good guys. Then Gar- uh, Champa, the, the NXT champion, turned his back on Gargano, broke up the team, uh, 
who added some drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a series of great matches, too. Now, and, but now Gargano's turned into a bad guy. Yes. Ooh, the heel turn. Yeah, so now so now they both they both are champions. Uh, and after the after setting it up after the match for the is next over, takeover yeah. or for their first WWE match, well, for their first heel tag team run, maybe or oh. DIY season do. Yeah. So after the match was over, they stood at the uh, Champa was holding the, the title up, and then Gargano comes out with his title, and then they both raise their hands. And the show ends. They so. pointed at WrestleMania and <laughs> said it's going down. That'll start tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like dollar true. bet. Yeah. The winner of the Royal Rumble points at the WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. side. Oh, of course. Every, every time. Put, the, put it back in your pocket. It's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put it back. I wanted you know, the guaranteed dollar. Uh-oh. Here I we will go. take that bet. Woo! I will take that bet. Can't take it down. I will take a bet that the winner of the Royal Rumble this year will not point at the WrestleMania sign. I'm in. Taking that bet. Okay. Dollar bets. Pudgies. Dollar bets are back, baby. Wait, speaking of Royal Rumble. Man, that's an old bit. That is an old bet. That was season one bit. We're on season two now. We haven't done a Pudgies Pudgies dollar bet. Two dollar bets. What a bunch. I got to see the Undertaker. What the fuck are you doing to me? Two dollars. Hey, you could uh, make enough bets. You could win. Come out, come out ahead. So it would actually be seven dollar bets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's your booking fee? <laughs> there you go. Not Hulk Hogan, hopefully. One Bitcoin. <laughs> so it would be Pudgy's two dollar bets. bets. <laughs> actually, fun story about that. My dad always had a haggle story. Um, I don't know if you heard this. I may or may not say the story because I uh, we've told the stories to the brain, and uh, my mother's told the stories to the brain, and he's. He's conceded that the real Hagen master is my dad. Uh-oh. Because my dad could go to Trader's Village and be like, what are you selling for? He's like, $10. like, I'll give you $2. And the guy looks at him like, fucked up. Like, you fucking camera selling this shit for $2? And then my dad is like, come on, come on, $2. He says in Spanish. Yeah. He haggles him in Spanish. Come on, $2. I don't know how to speak Spanish, but he says all that, you know, Spanish, you know, $2, $2, $2. And they, they always look at him like, fucked up, like, are you fucking crazy? You know, this is $25, $10, whatever it is. I'm not giving it to you for $2. So my dad would just put $2 right there in front of him. He was like, $2 right here. I was like, no, whatever. He was like, all right, I'm walking off, leaving. Hey, so they, hey, hey, hey. And then they always, they always grab him like, hey, hey, hey. I'll, so give, then, it, I'll give it to you for $2. I'll so then after they sold it to him for $2. my da- <laughs> After they sold it to him for $2, my dad would always go like, hey, I got these shoes. And we're like, well, how much was it? like, Two dollars. <laughs> he always slow. He, he said it always slow. He's like, I got it for two dollars. Sound like when Ben Stein's money? Yeah. Or clear. Because he was gloating how he got it for two dollars. I like it. So then is it Pudgy's two dollars? Yeah. Bets? Two dollar bets. <laughs> We're in. That's it. All right. You know, shake it down. Two dollars. I'm in. Two dollar bet. You know where $2. I live if I was from the bet. <laughs> <laughs> Season two. Like Season two. We're going to doubles, baby, this year. We're going to double up our listens. We're going to double up our listeners. Yes. Our viewers and everything Man. else. This year is the year. And we're doubling down on wrestling up. episodes, too. That's right. We're going to at least get two yeah. this season. Two. Yeah. We're already <laughs> starting off with one. Yes. <laughs> we're starting off good. That means I have 11 more months to come up with enough time to make another one. Before we get to season three. Yeah. Tree fitty. We'll start there. All right. So you want to do some predictions? 
Let's get it. No, let's first talk. Oh, okay. I had a rundown here. Yeah, let's yeah, see, yeah. So, um, all right, all right. so you did the NXT rundown. Yes. Let's, before you get into uh, predictions, yeah. what is the match rundown? Just do, okay. what, What's going on? Who is in I the matches? Know, I don't know the order. Obviously, what are, the, what are the confirmed right, so you, matches you, you that are going the, on on this year's Royal Rumble? You got the Men's Royal Rumble, and there's 30 participants in the Royal Rumble. Only 19 have been confirmed. Is it, is it going to be early or the end? Because that would actually confirm know. whether or not something big is going to happen, or it's going to be a bullshit. We don't, match. Yeah, we don't know. Because you remember that year that was like in the middle. Yeah, yeah. What was that? 2000. That was six. No, that wasn't 16. That was that last was 17. Let know. That was last year. Was it last year? Oh, it was like in the, the middle, and we're like, really? Yeah, because the the, the oh, that's women's. Right. They close it with the, with the which women's. was the best rumble yeah. I've seen oh, it since. It yeah. will be tomorrow too, by the way. It'll be the best rumble tomorrow. We are going to talk about the shit out of that women's Royal Rumble. Because that was probably the best marked out Royal Rumble that I have seen in a good long while. I mean, it was like, what was that Rumble where they pulled up the uh, the Iron Sheik and all those old guys? Remember that? That was in 2001. That was, was a gimmick, the gimmick Royal Rumble? That was in 2001 because I watched it with you. Not 2001, I'm sorry. The, uh, the WrestleMania 7 in Houston. It was a gimmick Royal Rumble. Was it? Not 7. 17. No. It was a gimmick Royal Rumble. There was a Legends Royal Rumble, Gimmick Royal Rumble, one seventeen because I watched it with you. Let's, let's Google it. Pretty sure, for sure, I watched it with you. No, we're gonna dogpile the shit out dog of this. Dogpile it. <laughs> All right, so so there's thirty participants. Uh, Nineteen have been confirmed. While we're looking this up, I'm gonna run down the names. Uh, confirmed names. Number one is John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre, The New Day, which consists of Kofi, Biggie, Xavier Woods. Uh, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Elias, Jinder Mahal, Jeff Hardy, Bobby Lashley, Andrade Cien Almas, Rey Mysterio. Okay, okay, we don't, we don't. Mustafa Ali, like Randy Orton, and then this is the only confirmed spot. Our truth is number thirty. Oh well. What do you mean spot? Like he's gonna be coming in at number thirty? Correct. That's or why would they give it that away? It was a thing I gave it to you on TV. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the mixed match challenge. It was actually two intergender tag teams, and they had a tournament Wait, style. Do you think they gave it to our truth? No. No, oh, he you won. You don't think so? No. Oh heck no. no you don't no. think so? God no. <laughs> do you what know do they do? If he wins, I will give you money. <laughs> Just give me money. If he wins, I will Just... boycott WrestleMania. If he wins, I'll pay for your Undertaker. Our truth, you better fucking come through. <laughs> Our truth, you better fucking, you better be taking your weenies. Take, no. take just. You better carry a 357 no. to the ring with you. So, so that leaves how many spots for uh, surprises? Eleven for the guys. Eleven for the guys, and then for the girls, twenty-three have been confirmed: Natalia, Bailey, Amber Moon, Lacey Evans. Uh, yeah. New, new call from NXT. I don't mind uh, that one. Alexa Bliss. Oh God! Ruby Riot, okay. Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Mandy Rose, Sony Deville, Zelina Vega. Oh God, yes. Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Tamina, uh, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, and then confirmed at number thirty because again, her and our truth won Carmella. the Mixed Max Challenge. Carmella. Okay, cool. I'm I'm down with that. So that, so leaves, that leaves seven spots. Seven spots for legends. For, right. Any, any surprises? In the, yeah. In the in the such. Yeah. Um. I'm assuming. 
I'm looking at a couple of columns from the next two probably, no less than probably three. And then you're going to have your Lita, your Tristratuses. You're going to have those kind. That's what I feel like is going to happen. I think with the men's uh, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt. Oh, man, I hope Matt Hardy comes back. He's been cleared. Yeah. Yeah, he apparently has been doing some intense rehab during his time off. So I'm hoping to hear him come back. That yeah. would be nice. I heard that they're actually going to allow um, my new favorite, uh, which I'm kind of pissed off that I'm not watching any of his storylines or anything like that. My new favorite after The Undertaker is Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. Reasons why is I think He's I, beca- I became a huge fan of Braun Strowman when he did that uh, guitar bit. Oh, yeah, with, with the bass? With, uh, <laughs> with the bass. Yeah. Like, You're going to get these hands all over you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he broke it because his hands are too strong. Yeah. And you're, he's a massive guy. He doesn't have the physicality as, like, The Undertaker does. He just doesn't have it. Because The Undertaker, when he was in his prime, was a nimble some bitch. Yeah. Well, he's kind of got that a little bit. He, he does he, the drop he, kicks and... Man, but he's not, you know, he's not getting on the top. Well, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not going old school on the road. Yeah, he's not or, fucking doing the stage dive. You know, he's not doing the, 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 the well, I guess, the Hell's Angel. But he will run a circle around that ring faster than a guy half his size. Yeah, right. He is a train when he gets moving. But he's in the rumble, Braun Strowman. Yeah, he, he was, did. He did get pushed out of the world championship match. Yeah, he was taken out of the world championship match. He had a pretty bad elbow injury. He was beat up pretty bad. Yeah, and I guess he had been wrestling around it for a while, mm-hmm. and they finally just got to the point where he couldn't use it. So the the WWE actually produced a video like showing before, during, after the surgery. Apparently, the surgery was pretty major. They were they were pulling bone chips out of his elbow the size of your thumbnails. Jesus, and the guy had like a handful of them in his hand after the surgery was done. So he he had been beat up pretty bad, but he's he's now since been been cleared for for you know basically full recovery for yeah. full contact. And I'm not 100% certain why they pulled him out of the main event. I don't know. I I, I, I so I read reports that they don't want Brock lose or Braun losing to Brock again. Yeah, cuz he's already been beaten yeah. before. So yeah, so they have they're having uh, Finn Balor uh, go against Brock Lesnar, which is the they're doing the David and Goliath story. That's all they're doing. That, uh, that's when's the, the last time he's done the demon thing? Been a while. I don't yeah. think he's gonna do the demon because the demon hasn't lost. Appa- apparently, the demon thing is a WrestleMania thing. He didn't even no. wrestle this past WrestleMania. Really? He can't yeah. just regular. He, he had the LGBTQ thing. Yeah. He had the rainbow entrance. Yeah, rainbow. Oh, entrance. that's right. Okay. Uh, that, yeah, I remember that. It was yeah. a. That was pretty uh, badass interest yeah. for him. Yeah, no, it was cool. But, yeah, uh, we got uh, uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan's the champion. That's very I fickle. I don't like Daniel. I saw some clips. I don't like Daniel Bryan as a heel. You don't like the new one? I don't his like him. His heel promos are on I like it. fire. Yeah, he's got some great promos, and I like his audio work. Or it was, uh, fickle. I like it. I just I just don't like him as a heel. I didn't like the no movement. I didn't like that. It always seems fake. I like him as you know, as a good guy. You know, he is the ultimate good guy. Uh, we got uh, Oscar versus Becky Lynch, the man. Oh man, yeah. both both of those women, I would do unspeakable things to. <laughs> honestly, like, uh, honest opinion. You mean like take him out on dates, like oh, <laughs> oh like that. So Oscar's the champion. Yes. Uh, and then you also got Ronda Rousey, the champion. Yes. Against Sasha Banks. I'm down with that. I like that match. That's actually a pretty good matchup. And then the last one on the card is The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus versus, this is kind of weird, The Miz and Shane McMahon. Best tag team in the world. Sure. Yeah. They, so in Saudi Arabia, how that came about, Miz was in the Best in the World tournament and got injured. 
So storyline, Shane McMahon stepped in for him and won the tournament. So now Miz is like, oh, well, I'm two thirds of the best in the world and you're one third the best in the world. And so now they're like, okay, well, to hell with it. We'll just combine as a tag team. We'll be the wait, best wait, tag are team. Are you in the sure? World. Are you sure Miz didn't say, you got a 33 and a third percent chance of winning this match, and I got a 66 and two thirds and a quarter percent chance percent to, win, <laughs> to win this match? <laughs> Okay. Man, fucking Scott Snyder, man. Christ. Man, you oh, know what was God. even funnier when we watched that video? They just uh, goes oh, into the one, what, with the one he's all with the words that he said. Yeah. Did funny. you see that one? Yeah, oh yeah. That was good one. The one where they just show the words like per- percent chance. <laughs> if, you, if, you haven't, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube uh, and look up Scott Steiner math. Oh man, and you'll see one of the best uh, promos. Of all time. <laughs> I could not even tell you how much Colombian bam bam he had shoved up in his nose when Jesus he did that promo. There is no telling because that dude was geeked up. Man. All you the way. You remember when we saw him at uh, the, the only time you made oh, yeah. it to the third floor at Comic Palooza? Yeah. Nice. You know, you got a, a situation with, you know, heights and elevators and yeah. escalators. Let me feel heights. Like, I'm not... I'm not making fun of you, but no, you know, no, Ryan's a bitch. But yeah. um, wow. Oh, wow. I'm just fucking I love it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, I got vertigo too. Yeah. Like, um, escalators skip. I'll tell you this. I don't like escalators. I can tell I'd you. I'd rather take the stairs. I actually rather take the elevator because I've had good experiences with elevators. Sure. He hasn't. So I'd understand your fear. If I had your experience with an elevator, I may never do that again. Yeah. But I had a bad experience. I didn't. I'm sorry. I had a bad experience of witnessing someone else's bad experience in an elevator. She had a long dress, and I was in front of her as I think I was 17. I remember 17 years old. This was at Foley's. We went up there, and we were going to buy tickets to a uh, the rodeo because you know you always bought tickets to Foley's. Yeah. You know you went to Willowbrook Mall or uh, what? You went to any mall, and you went to the Foley's department upstairs, wherever yes. the upstairs was, and you that's where you bought your tickets from. Mm. The little ticket master. Yeah. Up there that they had. Well, we went up there, and this woman had a, she was an older woman. I'd say she was in her 50s. She had a long dress. Mm-hmm. Well, she's going up the escalator, and you know that part where it just goes in? Yep. Got stuck. Yeah. Oh, damn. And it was a one dress. It wasn't just a skirt dress. It was a one dress, and it got stuck, and it kept going, and she got stuck with it, and I thought she was going to get eaten up by the escalator, and... Uh, you know, it ripped her. It ripped her shit, and you yeah. know, she actually got kind of unclothed. And I, I just remember I jumped over her and ran like a motherfucker because I was terrified. <laughs> and ever since then, that little piece, like I'll go up an escalator, but that 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 I won't go all the way up to the top. Yeah. Right. I wait till like four steps, and, you jump and then off. I jump. Yeah. I jump way. Oh, over. Listen, I've seen people getting their shoelaces stuck in that thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, first thing yeah. I do is when I get on an escalator, I look at my shoes and I tuck them in. Yeah. And I look at Angela's shoes because she's fearless. That woman is absolute fearless. <laughs> I look at her shoes and I start tucking her shit. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "You don't know escalators, babe. Yeah. I've seen this shit. Yeah. You're not getting eaten today. <laughs> I've seen this, and I'm not. Trust me, I will rip your shoes off you. Yeah. Like nobody's business. It's, but when we met Scott Siner, Scott Siner, when you meet him, was cool. Oh man, we watched him at that bullshit. But then we, but then we watched him wrestle. <laughs> and, like, yeah, it's like he did the same. It's like he fucking just opened up a bag of cocaine up, yeah. and just uh, shoved his head uh, in shoved it. Shoved his head in it. Well, yeah, we had like this was a little wrestling, tiny wrestling event for Comic Palooza. Uh-huh. There's nothing but kids everywhere. Yeah, like kids everywhere wrapped around the ring. 
they, mo- most of like any any adult that's there. Oh man, is is a, is a mark like us yeah. that wants to see Scott Steiner wrestle. Yeah. And his entrance was lame as shit. Yeah. It's literally like, yeah. it's like in a gymnasium <laughs> at high school on the top floor of the Giorgio R. Brown Center. Uh-huh. And he just comes out, they play his music. <laughs> the fucking the, the police oh, siren. Yeah, the police siren. They literally like pressed his tape in the fucking box and pressed it. <laughs> and they held the megaphone next to it. I was like, all right, Andrew Scott Steiner coming in. <laughs> Me and Briar sitting next to each other. I was like, fucking real? What the fuck is going this on is, here, man? I can't believe he's getting jobbed this so bad. Live you know? from the local high school multi-purpose room. <laughs> yeah. It's Scott Steiner. And then... Hold up, if you hear me. And he comes out like this fucking door. Uh-huh. Like the push door, right? Yeah. And then no smoke, no light intros when he just comes walking out yeah. like he's coming walking out of a gymnasium. Yeah. No comes out. No circumstance. Nothing. No nothing. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. And he comes in on this wobbly ass ring. Because uh-huh. it wasn't a good ring. Remember yeah. we were talking like, damn, yeah. that wing is wobbly. Yeah. That ring is wobbly that as wing fuck. Is wobbly. That wing is wobbly. <laughs> That yeah. ring is wobbly as fuck. Yeah. And he gets in there, and he starts doing his things, but he starts doing a little bit of his promos. Mind you, nothing but kids all around. He's like, that bitch! Yeah. And he starts cussing up a storm. <laughs> oh, God. And me and, I feel like I, I have the video somewhere. And, and actually, me, Brian, and Heather, we're sitting there looking at each other like, are you for real, dude? There's like nothing but kids here. You said fuck five times. Yeah. You said bitch, like, I don't know how many times. Like, you're fucking getting at it, man. Oh, yeah, he was... He was cussing up a storm, and me, me and Brian and Heather were like, I do, I got the promo. I want to see if we can upload it. Hey, hey, listeners. Listeners, we're going to do this live on Makeout. We're going to put this promo. If you listen to this podcast... Let's see if he talks. Oh, yeah, that was such a shit entrance. Yeah. Hey, he's talking on the megaphone. I'm fast forwarding. Hang on. Jesus Christ! What a shit show. Hang on. Talk about a short shit story. That there is. Uh, and he just he just mauled this guy too. I'm not even. What, what am I recording here? How? What? What? How are you recording their feet? I don't know. Who is this referee? This chick. I just know that he. She's a kind of volunteer. He fucking. He, oh, here it is. He oversold. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Yeah, it's just straight cussing. Just amp bombs everywhere. Good God, Scott Steiner. Yeah. You can see the kids. See all those kids right there in the back? Look, little kid, little kid. Oh, there you go. I was doing Scott Steiner, man. He said plus two. That plus two is going to turn into 66 and a half in just a moment. Good night. No class. If I ever make it to the Shoney's in Ackworth, Georgia, I'll let him know about it. He owns a Shoney's restaurant just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. 
We had a blast because we also thought this oh, was yeah, pretty no, cool. Oh, no, it was fun as shit. But then we started looking around and realizing, oh, shit, there's nothing but kids there's around here. There's a room of nine-year-olds. This whole damn thing. Huh. I'm glad you still have I that. I think I am, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Surprise. I just marked out on your video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, so Scott Snyder was just uh, losing it. Talons, GD bombs, S bombs, kids all around. They're they're telling him, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, cut the mic, cut the mic. He's like, don't you fucking cut the goddamn mic on me, motherfucker. Oof. <laughs> it's like, dude. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah. And I remember there was uh towards the end, and now what he just showed. That wasn't in the beginning of the match. No. That yeah. was halfway through the, half the match. Halfway through the match where he decided this match was boring. He yeah. just stops it because just stops it and grabs the mic uh-huh. and he has to cut a promo. That's and awesome. you know these other scrubs that he's wrestling with, they're just they're literally pissed off. Yeah. Like oh, you can I even see it. Too. I remember yeah. them being pissed off and I just remember justified. Yeah. They're just walking They're just, look, walk they're just the standing there like, in the ring like, really this dude? Come on, I get it, you're Scott Steiner, but I'm getting who, paid. Who does that? Who I'm cuts? I'm getting paid forty bucks for this shit. Who cuts? Who cuts a, a promo in the middle of a match? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, with the kid, it, it'd be different if it wasn't like a pile of kids there, right? So, I mean, if it was my kid, I'd, I mean, like you know, my kid's gonna know about cussing and they're just words. Yeah, just don't. He's say gonna it. know, like, don't say this in school because you'll get in trouble. But right. if you gotta say it to a motherfucker, say it to a motherfucker. And you know, say it with your chest. Yeah. <laughs> say it with your nuts hanging out. Or your boobs hanging out. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Hopefully. Not with your boobs hanging out, but you know, show with some you know some gusto. Yeah. If I have a daughter or a son, they're both gonna be having their nuts hanging out. Yeah. You're damn right. Oh. Or their beans or whatever it is. It, whatever you call it. it. It's six and one. I'll tell you what, my kids are gonna be badass. You know why? Because my wife's gonna raise them great. Because I'm gonna be fucking them up from day one. She's gonna raise them great. I'm gonna have shit kids. I, my is, kids. It is if, what I it have, is. if I do have kids, they're only gonna be great because of Angela. Yeah. Not because of me. Well, you know yeah. they're gonna know some things from me, like being, uh, you know, an Eagle Scout. I'm gonna give them all my Eagle Scout training, my Army training, and then a little bit of a uh, pudgy training, and then a lot of a bit of specialized training. <laughs> and a lot of man cave live group training. Of course. Which is our collective group that, of the that, world. It's, of the world, Craig. It's it's group therapy, as we like to call yes, it. Yes, yes. Cur- courtesy of Man Cave Live, of course. Right here. On oh, Man Cave Live. Trademark and patent. If you it's use that shit, we will sue the shit out of the you. The fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> or as uh, P- Big Papa Pump would say, the fuck out of you. Yeah. The fuck out of you. Badasses. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Man, Scott's down here. You want to go home with some badass? Oh God, good stuff. Uh, so, you did the uh, the entries, you, uh, the entrance. So yeah, uh, went over the card. Yeah. yeah, you went over the card. So that was confirmed entries. You did them. Um, no, you didn't. Uh, what are the matches? I said oh, it. Uh, oh, you said the yeah, matches. You just went yeah. through the card. Yeah, okay, we were just following the card. What's the main event besides the rumble? You got the the. I wasn't listening. I was drinking. That's good. Balor and uh, Brock Lesnar. Really? Yeah. Who do you think is gonna win that? Are we doing predictions now? Let's do predictions. All right, hit it. I have been watching the, uh, the, the. I bet or I'm just gonna say I think Brock Lesnar is gonna win. Wait, who? Who is the belt? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is gonna win. But he's gonna hopefully go to WrestleMania and get destroyed by Braun Strowman. That's what mm, I hope happens. Braun! 
Army. Yes. All right, so Rumble. Men's Rumble. Oh, you got man. Uh, I can you say know what? I don't know if we should do this. Why? Because, uh, well, yeah, it's fine. Well, they're not going to listen to it until Tuesday. That's true. Wednesday. So then they're just going to write on our Facebook. Well, no, 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 Because, because, we, wrong because we, we also bet for this, too. We bet who, we, who we think is going to win. I'm not going to remember who you're going to write down. Go ahead. Well, no. It, no, we, we got the technology. Betting, the betting is all in the numbers. It's not the names. It's the luck of the numbers. No, you know I do a match card? I don't know. Oh, if yeah. Do you do the top four or whatever? Yeah. Eh. Eh. Fine. Hell with them. All right. Men's World Rumble. Who thinks going to win? Undertaker. All right. <laughs> okay. Every time. Hey, that's a very good possibility. Every time. Yeah. Who you got? Um. Oh man. Why would you not go with Strowman? You can go with Strowman. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Because Undertaker is gonna be there. Good pick. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I'm not even mad at that. Yeah. That dude is on. What about Randy Orton? Randy Orton's right still now. up in this motherfucker. Yeah, he's in there. Okay. I thought he came back. I thought he's hot. He's there. Right yeah. He's, yeah. The Apex Predator. You you pick the Undertaker. I get two picks. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, we get yeah, two yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great and powerful budget. That's, that qualifies as well, two then picks. Well, my second pick is Drew McIntyre. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know uh, who that is, but I'm going to... The Scottish psychopath. Drew, he is Drew McIntyre. You'll, you'll know what he looks like who he is when you see him. Yeah, you'll see him. He comes out with a great entrance, too. Um, is Dean Ambrose in that? Yeah. Okay, I'll go with Ambrose. You think this is Ambrose's year? He had a, he had a rough ride. Oh, he's back with a vengeance now. I did watch... Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's fucking tall-ass motherfucker. That dude is a brick house. I think that dude... He's I nice. think there's a feud coming with um, him and Braun Strowman that would be worthwhile. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They can put it worth together a, watch. a couple of good matches. Worth a watch. Only because oh, yeah. everyone loves a big man fight. Do you remember where he was from? His first his version 1.0 was with three-man band. Yeah. Him, oh, Heath Slater, no, no, no. and Jinder Mahal. No, before no. that, before that. Well, no, that, that's when he left, he was with 3MB. Yeah, when he was... And they all So when up. he first came Wait, in... that giant is the original three-man band? No, no, no. When he first came in, he was the chosen one. Yes. Vincent Man's chosen one. That's the chosen one? And then... That giant? Yeah, but he he looked different. He was a little bit fatter. Yeah, because I don't remember any of that yeah. guy. That guy's beat up, dude. Towards the, end of his, towards the end of his first run... It was it was called the three man band and it was yes. Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, and uh, Heath he, Slater. Heath Slater. And then he quit, which is Robbie's favorite, by the way. Yeah. And then he quit. And then he got fucking jacked up and came back. Yep. Made he, a name for himself. He probably back. dropped 30, 40 lbs and got ripped. Women's Rumble. What do you think? Uh Oh man, the women's rumble is so tough. I'll tell you. I'll make two. Here's the reason why. If Alexa Bliss is cleared for action, okay. No, she's in. Well, no, but apparently you don't know how in what capacity. Okay. If she's at full capacity, yeah. she's gonna win. Okay. If she's not, China. Sold. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, there you go. I you got two snorts on that one. I should have hoped she's in the Hall of Fame this year. You know what pisses me off is the fact that she's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I hope she should have been in the Hall of Fame before any woman. Yeah. You know reasons why? Because she's the ninth wonder of the world. She's the ninth wonder of the world. She's the first and only woman intercontinental champion in the history of the WWE. Yep. She's the first royal female royal rumble entrant. Yep. And she does a mean dick punch. No, yeah. I mean, she did quite a few. Uh, Whoa. I mean, this is the ninth <laughs> wonder of the world. 
It was X rated. <laughs> I mean, but, I would spend a night in China. Of course, whoa, her, there we go. Of course, her penis is way bigger than mine. <laughs> Way bigger than mine. Oh man, that's good. So you said you said uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you said, if, you said, um, Alexa Bliss and uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking for Alexa Bliss if she is queered for like full. Yeah. Wait, let me, let me ask you something. I know she's a pretty girl, and I don't know shit about Alexa Bliss. I didn't know she's hot as shit. Yes. Why? And her wrestling, I don't even think is superior. It's her, I, char- I, it's I her character. I don't think it's that good. She's her not the No, I don't think her wrestling. I mean, it's nothing yeah. to even laugh about. I mean, yeah, not if it's not Ron Charleston Woods, it's nothing to even. If you get were to, excited about. No, okay, let me ask you this: What's your most memorable match of hers? Yeah, look well, at you. Look at you. Neither one of you can even think of one. No, I, I, I like her character. Yeah, I like the character. She's yeah, a wild okay. She has I'll like do another bottom. Um. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, this is just and straight looks. And the boots it? with the fur. Boots no. with the fur. Fur. Jersey. Apple bottom jeans. I said ample. Oh. I said ample. Okay. Now, see, if I go and throw uh, names out there, memorable matches, I bet you get these. Okay. Uh, the Boss. Yeah. Most or, memorable oh, match. Bailey. Or Bailey. No, no, no. Her and Bailey. Her and Bailey. Yeah. Oh, mine was The Boss. Oh. And, um... She'll be there tomorrow. The boss and uh, Charlotte Flair. Flair. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And the cage. That one. Yeah. That cage match was, even though there wasn't, you know, that it was bloody, and it, it was great for them. Yeah. That's actually my second pick, Charlotte Flair. You think oh, she's going to sneak in and just uh, win it? I think her and Ronda are going to go to WrestleMania. That's that's what everyone wants. And beat the brakes off I each other. I say so Ronda. Who's your, who's your pick? Oh, I, well, Ronda's got the belt, so she's not in it, right? Yeah. Unless she loses. From here to there? Here's a quick here's a quick rundown. Okay, let's see. I know you're not up to the the up up on that. Oh right, while he's looking, I'm gonna say uh Oh I think I think Natalia snakes in. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch always take your oh, no, 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 take my it. name out of your mouth. Okay, okay, Becky Lynch. Sorry, I just blew I don't know if she's in the rumble because she's fighting Oscar for the championship. Sure. First off, I think if she loses, she's in the Rumble. First off, let's talk about Becky Lynch. The man, Becky Lynch. And, and I, you know, we have, and Both. I'm going to, like, tag in our British listeners for this. Yep. You know, Gavin. She's, she's from Ireland. And and, and Mark. Uh, she's not from Ireland. She's yeah. from Scotland. She's, she's from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. But oh, they're a lot closer than we are. So, yeah, she's from Is Ireland. the reason why she sounds all funny? Yeah. Take my name out of your mouth. <laughs> she sounds like Conor McGregor. Your mouth. Yeah. The mouth. No, not mouth. Mouth. Yeah, she's from Ireland. All I know, Crittin, is you better take my name out of your mouth. Man, whatever. <laughs> I mean, just quit fooling them, and it'll be all right. <laughs> all right, Rock Lesnar, Finn Balor. Um. Yeah. How do you bet no, against Lesnar? Let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. My bad. You calm hey, down. Hey, you you kicked off the tree yesterday. Well, I should be sweet. That's your life. I should be as Becky Lynch would say. That's basically That's Rod Rumble. Fucking pig. That's about what I understand. What <laughs> now you sound like the guy from Amish Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going for the, you know, uh, the Snatch, uh, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know, you know, Snatch. I, uh, 
The um, Brad Pitt. You know. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Oh, well, man. I mean, that was a good movie, though. Snatch is a great movie, but uh, you know, maybe um, was he a vampire? You were right on the money ball. Mm-hmm. Ah. He was a vampire in that movie, right? Or did they take an interview with him? Maybe, there, maybe you know, may, maybe he was talking like that because he had a, a he, he had a fury. It's true. I heard he wasn't a glorious bastard. Well, yeah, that's well, true. Well, because you know there was a, he had a fall that was legendary. You know, and a river ran right through it. Right through uh-huh. it. You know, seven times. Oh, while standing next to Mrs. Smith across 11 oceans. That really blew my mega mind. Uh, You know, maybe that uh, he was uh, in a fight club during this whole ordeal. Mm. And he got hit so hard that he started to babble. And he, he, you know how many monkeys he saw? 12. Hmm. This was, all, this was all during his seven years in Tibet. That's true. Where he found a true romance. No, he did find a true romance there. By the sea, he did. And it burned after he read it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Tree of Life. Where he spent 12 years a slave. With his best friend, Troy. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right next to the, that river that runs. Him and his best friend Troy were allied. <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt. Brad, Brad Pitt. <laughs> talking about Brad Pitt. We're talking Pitt. about Brad Pitt. Again, <laughs> we gave it away in the beginning, and then we snuck it up on you. It's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, man. That's, you know, this was all after he was killing them softly. <laughs> oh. While he was meeting Joe Black. Oh, yeah. I forgot that one. You know, and he was also the devil's own. That's true. That's, that's such a great pit. <laughs> and then Departed. Oh, he's in the Departed? Was it really? Hey, you know, I'm really looking forward to... We're going off a tangent. I'm looking forward to Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to look good. It's yeah. got Pacino in it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of big oh, stars yeah. in that. Which, you know... It's, it's the a only reason they hired Pacino is because he had a scar. That. Face. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> are we going for part <laughs> two? two. You know, because he was only in, he had, um, he was in there because it was a very dog day afternoon. Oh, wow. Well, I mean. I mean, you know. He had to do it Carlito's way. Well, yeah. I mean, because he was playing, there was a lot of heat going on that day. On any given Sunday. (laughs) Hey, just stop playing the devil's advocate here, okay? Yeah. I mean, let's That's let's, true. let's let's. That's I'm true. sorry, I got a little bit of insomnia. Oh, right okay. I'm just looking for justice for all. Right, right. I mean, at this point, really. I mean, we're cruising it, and it took 88 minutes to get there. Well, it took 88 because, minutes to get there on a, on a cruise. Yeah. Oh, you're cruising. Mm. There you go. Gotcha. Now, now you're catching okay. back up. All right. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't need that. He doesn't need that kind of, um, you know. He doesn't need that. He doesn't. He doesn't have to be humbled by that. No, because he just has a cup of Chinese coffee, right? You know. He played in Dick Tracy. 
We're gonna have to bring Petrino. No, Petrino. We have to bring Petrino back. We gotta redeem, retry, reboot, redemption. That's it. Al Pacino. Rebuild, redesign, reclaim something because the brain just shit all over Al Pacino. Taking my bit, I'm leaving. Of all the people you did that to, Al Pacino. Come on, man. You're acting like a real scarecrow right now. Ugh. Yeah. You know Al Pacino? I mean, how did you do that to The Godfather? Or The Merchant in Venice. I mean, you act like you really have a scent of a woman. I mean, he played Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> he did play Dick Tracy. He was big boy in oh, Dick oh, Tracy. Oh, sorry, sorry. He was a dick. Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Moving on. <laughs> this is this is why we can't have nice things here at Man Cave Live. No, never can. That's why we got a shitty ThinkPad. Fuck it. Because of you. <laughs> you because of you, listeners, and not paying your one Bitcoin a month on the yeah. first of every month. Yeah. You should just Bitcoin better. Oh, what are we doing? Are we still doing the predictions? Yes. Lesnar Lesnar Beller. Uh, Lesnar. Can't bet against Lesnar with the belt and the pay-per-view. I'll say Beller. You think he takes it? So, so I would Lesnar? love to see. I would love to see Balor versus Rollins at the. Oh, that'd be. A, I mean, I'm not debating that'd be a great match, but. Right. <sighs> I know I it's Lesnar. Lesnar's probably going to win. That's a tough. Lesnar's probably going to win. That's a tough. Uh, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. God. I take AJ Styles. I don't know the feud, but I do know he's the good guy, AJ Styles. So he's the yes. phenomenal AJ Styles. Absolutely. Not the phenom. Okay, so if they have Brock Lesnar win, let's say he'll win. Him. So then, are they gonna have another real? I'll say, I'll say AJ Styles too. Funny yeah. little little fast, fast, super fast story about AJ Styles in '16 when he debuted at the WWE at the Royal Rumble. I was actually in Orlando the night it happened. It happened at the Amway Center in downtown Orlando, and I was with another person, my travel partner at the time who basically told me that I shouldn't go to the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, oh, come on. Something really big is going to happen. I need to go. I was like 10 miles from the Amway Center. And lo and behold, the phenomenal one walked out and the roof exploded on that place. And it was a fantastic entrance. And he's gone on to do some great shit. So, you know, a fun fact about uh, that is that me and the brain here saw the phenomenal one. Yes. And Jeff Hardy. I saw that picture. And Kurt yeah. Angle. We saw him front row yep. at a bullshit Verizon Wireless uh, TNA match. Yes. I didn't know who AJ Styles was, but I remember I bought the toy. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. I bought the, uh, the yeah. toy combo set. Yeah. And I was like, I want Jeff Hardy. I, you know, I remember him from the WWE days. Now he's washed up. Because, you know, that's how you felt. Yeah, if you watched a guy up. in TNA, you're like, oh, they're a washed up wrestler. And that's where, you know, good wrestlers go to die is TNA. So I watched the phenomenal one wrestle. I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking badass! Holy shit, he's getting it!" That shit is going on the on the sportsmemorabilia.com for two hundred and thirty-one dollars and ninety-nine cents without being signed. No, with signed. Holy shit! And I gave it to my fucking nephew, just like here. Oh, you serious? I seriously did. I said, like, "Here, you have it." And I, you, I, you know what? I it was actually it's at my mom's house because he never took it home. So tomorrow we're so going go to get, get that, that back. Go get that bitch. <laughs> so what's funny is I actually I'm saw go, that picture. I'm going to go get that. Where's my brother? I'm going to call my brother and say, hey, get that and bring it here the no, next time. No, I won't even call him, dude. Keep, keep it. No, no, no. My keep baby brother. Key. My baby keep brother who lives there. Keep it low mom. key. He might spend money on magic cards. No, he ain't that dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And he doesn't like wrestling, so he doesn't really yeah. know about it. And he's like, all right, so I brought you this. Yeah, it's only 17 bucks. I saw that picture today when I was at Casa de Brain. Yeah, that's it. That's actually good. $231. I saw that picture today when I was at the Brains house when we got through with the Hulk Hogan interview and I and I looked at the picture and I was like, huh. And so there was another person accompanying y'all in the picture that had a Randy Orton t-shirt on yeah. that AJ Styles lovingly covered with his t-shirt for the picture. And I just sat there and I, and I asked, asked the Brains much better half about that. And she told me the backstory and I was like, that shit is funny. Yeah. I just sat there and I laughed. I you, know, like, you know that they yelled at good. us? They scolded us. They didn't yell at us. They scolded us a little bit. Because when me and Brain got in the ring, we played in the ring. Oh, boy. We were bouncing on it, trying to see the, you know, the composition of the sure, ring. Sure, sure. We ran the ropes a little bit. We went under and over the ropes that we could because we were kind of short. Man. We played yeah. it. It was like, hey, hey, hey. You know, in the middle of the ring for the photo, and then you have to leave. Me and Brain were like, no, fuck that. We're playing with the ropes. We're hitting the ropes, baby. We're, we're jumping on the ring. You're like, oh, this ain't so fucking hard. <laughs> Did you take a bump on it? No, we, we wanted to. We wanted to. We were talking about, like, who's going to fucking jump up from the top rope Oh. and see how it lands and all I that. Say, hey, by the way, that's really cool at TNA to let us do that. To we go to in the ring. In yeah. the ring. And then we also got to go backstage. I think we paid all of 60 bucks for yeah. front row to see Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. And Olympic Jeff Hardy and the medalist. phenomenal one before he became super phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I'm in. J E J E double F J A double R E double T. Can we go tomorrow? <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Claim. What's next? Let's see here. Uh, All right, let me see. Uh, no, 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 uh, Oscar Becky Lynch. Oscar Be uh, Becky Lynch. Mm, yeah. As I think she holds I, it for a, 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 a WrestleMania feud. Okay. I'm going to say Oscar. As much as I would like to say Oscar, I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. Okay. Becky Lynch holds it so that the big feud is uh, Oscar winning it. That's like two. She has yet to win the title, right? Do. Oscar. She holds no, the title. She, she has a title now. Oh, she has a title. Yeah. yeah. Has Becky, Becky Lynch ever held the title? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, with a. This whole thing is, uh, I need an underdog. Oh, it is just a two hot girl fighting, and no matter when, it's a hot chick, so True. there you go. Yeah, neither one, of them, <laughs> neither one of them you can understand. Neither one. I don't uh, know, like, Oscar's been know doing. Oscar better get her name out of her mouth. Oscar's <laughs> been doing Japanese promos, like yelling at her uh, in Japanese. But it sounds hot because it's a hot chick. It's like a hot chick that speaks Spanish. I tell you what. great. No, no, no. I disagree. As a Hispanic. Someone yelling in Spanish is not hot. No, no, no. Never has been. I didn't. Never will be. I didn't say yelling. Oh. I'm talking about talking like in the throes of passion talking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. That. Now, I'll tell you this. Having a person yell at you in Japanese, it's intriguing, it's cool, and it can it's definitely sexy if it's a woman. Yes. But Spanish, half the time I'm sitting like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're trying to sell me tacos or you're mad about something. And I know you're going to throw a chocolate at me. I know somewhere in this, you're throwing a sandal at me. Yes. I'm not enough for this. Because you're catching like every third word that you uh, know what it means. Uh, like, oh, there was a chingal in there somewhere. Oh, you threw a chingal. And I know it ain't going to good. It ain't, it ain't good after that. No. Well, uh, last two Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Oh, Ronda Rousey? That's right. All right. I say that because the boss came with it. That's true. It's boss time. It's boss um, time. 
Ronda's the, Ronda's a super face. All right. And I think the boss needs a time to shine against a super face. I would love to see that. Realistically, I think it's going to be Ronda. I think Ronda, too. I think, yeah. Ronda, I think Ronda carries it probably till next year. Wow. She carries it until she's done. Yeah. Uh, the last I mean, she's one. She's got a short contract. We all know how that works. You she's, know, it, she's, yeah, she has a Lesnar contract. Supposedly, she's contracted through 2021, but recently there's been reports that she's going to quit after WrestleMania. For kids? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. She wants to have a started family. Yeah. She disputed those and said, no, that's never going to happen. Yeah. I'm here for the long hauls, which she told everybody, yeah. because she's committed to this. She didn't want to be... Well, hey, she, more power I think she said in not so many words be a Lesnar type yeah. contract. Uh, yeah. She kind of made a stab at him yeah. like... Hey. Like a high profile contract to her? She didn't want to be a one hit wonder. Like she wants to be a she wants to be a wrestler. She wants to be a WWE wrestler. I'm telling you, if any of those chicks got out of line with her, she could legit whip their ass. Legit whip their ass. We've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Probably every one of them. Except for the boss. Because she's going down tomorrow at Royal Rumble. That's true. Yeah. Bet a dollar. At Royal Rumble. I mean Royal Rumble. Dollar bet. Dollar bet. The boss wins it. Okay. Wait. A two, two double bet. bet. That's yeah. it. That the boss wins it against Ronda Rousey tomorrow at Royal Rumble. Dude, if okay. you win the, if you win these two hour, two dollar bets tomorrow, I'm four dollars richer. Four dollars richer. Woo! Undertaker, here I come. And then you can just show that four dollars. <laughs> Slow boat coming. Choo choo. Eight more weeks trail. The last match: uh, the Bar versus Miz and Shane. Steamboat. The Bar. The all right. Next. Yeah, Seamus Cesaro, the bar. I'm gonna say Seamus Man of the Miz. D- why? I don't know because it's such a weird. Because here comes the money. What's the incentive in I that? I don't know because it's such a weird pairing and it's WWE. I feel like they're gonna put it on Shane and Miz. Right? It's good. I mean, his dad does run the joint, so no, I mean, he's the Miz, and the Miz is the greatest wrestler ever. Oh, said so. nobody ever. <laughs> if you can't see my face right now, it's my classic shitty Miz, Miz face. face. Just. It's the, it's the my face hurts you, from doing this. He's mad at that juicy. Every he's time he so sees my face, that. but he's the greatest there is, and I do this face that hurts my face right now. I'm stretching my smile so far out that it's uncomfortable, <laughs> and I'm talking like this because my, my my lips don't even touch. Uh, the Miz, he's the greatest yeah. wrestler ever. That's the card. Said Robbie. <laughs> Said Robbie. That's the card. Man, That's do it. you think we get? Do you think I'll even bet a dollar right now? Pudgy Dollar Bets, I bet you a dollar that this season, season do that I can get Robbie on this show. Probably. Wait till it gets warm, though. it would be yeah. like, ah, it's still cold out. Yeah, he, cold he don't out. get out in the cold. He's from Florida, so he doesn't like the cold much. That's true. That's true. But I bet you I, I can get him on the show. the flag, but apparently somebody threw it away. We burned it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you burned it even more? Oh, there ends up burns a Maddox sitting over there. <laughs> So for our listeners out there, uh, our Robbie is uh, Pudgy's or yeah, uh, Pudgy's old roommate. No, he's my nemesis. Yeah, I have a nemesis. Arch nemesis. I'm I'm the Undertaker. He is my mankind. Okay. He is my Triple H. He is my Shawn Michaels to my Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, he's a giant. And somehow uh, he still fucking wins. He's a giant Tampa Bay Bucks fan, and he left a. Uh, what are those flags called? A pennant. pennant. Yeah, a pennant. He, he didn't pennant leave here. it. We bought him a pennant for his room. And uh, he left it because he didn't buy it and he didn't feel that he should uh, keep it. So we burned it in effigy. 
Because they put in, they we put attached a, a firecracker to it. Yeah, yeah they we almost blew up the whole neighborhood. Yeah, they sent it into space on a firecracker. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we, we attached a firecracker to it, tried to shoot it up. Didn't work. It didn't work. No. <laughs> but it burned, it burned the shit out of it. That's true. Yeah. No. And, and then we now torched it more. I don't know where it went. I don't know. I don't know. Probably at the land. Find out. How did it? How was it too heavy? Heavy. Your pennants are heavy. Yeah, rockets so. are just designed to fly under their own. Oh, way. that's right. Okay, I thought it was an artillery show. We put it on. No, no. If it was an artillery show, there would be nothing left. Yeah. You saw what it does to a fucking watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. We got to get right. that live this year. Was that the last live. predictions? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's talk about something we have not. And I know, thinking about it, I remember we have not talked about this aspect of it. The XFL. Oh man. The new. Rebirth of the XFL. I mean, and Houston, we have a franchise. We do. Yes. And I was so, oh my God, I was so happy when he, they said Houston has, well, first off, they said Dallas. And I was like, really? Fucker. Fucking Dallas. Houston gets fucked again. And in the same sentence, they said, and Houston. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like fucking marked out like a motherfucker because I was like, I am so glad I get to see. And it may not last. I hopefully think I hope I hope that they that they do something right by the XFL. And I think he's got it right. I think he's gonna do it right okay. with the XFL. And what I really hope is that they let him juice. <laughs> like you want I mean you really wanna get extreme, let him juice. You know, because I mean, why not? Why not? If it's not killing them and it's not illegal, it's not gonna cost you know, health problems or concussions or anything like that, then why not? Why not have them have the HG, uh, HGH to epic proportions so we get the best athlete we possibly can? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be fucking badass of the, the runtime for a wide receiver into the fucking end zone is like <laughs> milliseconds, you know, because the guy's so yoked up? I like it. You got six foot six, 350-pound lineman running four five forties. Claim. Right. I'm in. Right here on the XFL, you know? Hell yes. Sorry, so I, I had a question. Why would you not want to see that? I had a question about the XFL in Houston. What's our team name? What do you want it to be? Now, we now we begged the question on... Um, oh, damn it. I lied. We did mention this on one uh, Man Cave Live uh, in Season 1. Did That's we? okay. We had to because we asked the question what was on the our Facebook page. What would the... What would the... Um, XFL team B, and we named off our questions. Oh, or named off our who was that? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. You guess it wasn't there. You should have been, because you, you, you know, are a wrestling aficionado. Anybody I kicked <laughs> when off When JC's not on the show. So apparently they're playing down at U of H at TDECU Stadium. Right, right. All, all I said is that don't call us something dumb like the Houston Houstonians. Please. No. Please don't. Because we already went so dumb as calling ourselves the Houston... Now, I love my Texans. But the Houston Texans, really? We couldn't get anything? What about the Houston slabs for all the concrete we have? <laughs> no shit. The Houston traffic. Yeah. Right here so I like, I like this. I was, I'm was i reading something out of the Chronicle, and they have like 10 or 12 That's what I'm looking names. At yeah. What do they got? The Houston 41s, President Bush. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, he's buried in uh, College Station, but okay. Houston strong. The Houston is still better than the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> oh, how about the Houston humidity? Yeah. What about the Houston Whataburgers? Ooh, man. The Houston Olsens? 
Or the Houston Tacos. <laughs> well, we I do know boycott this. if they name it Osteen's. If they call it the Houston Osteen's, we know if it rains, we get, we'll have to change the name to the Houston Gallery Furniture. That's true. <laughs> that was one of the, the Houston Mattresses. That was one the of Houston them. Mattress <laughs> Max. Oh, that'd be great. I bet Mattress Max would be Mac, all Mac, Mac, in the XFL. <laughs> That would be awesome. If, 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 if the Houston mat, if the Houston mattress backs win the first game, your mattress is on me. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You got thirty five dollars right here on mattress back, and when you do this and that, you get free, 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 free. <laughs> Save you money today, and you'll pull out. Remember back in the day, mattress back used Save to pull out a fistful of hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Save you money today. Now he's pulling out one dollar bills. So where's he really going with those one dollar bills? So he's giving it away. He had to give it away when the Astros were. Aren't they close to uh, what's close the, to the Tennessee North? Yeah, church, right? Oh, they're close to the church as well. What's the place called? St. James. The Saint church. James. Hence the nickname, the church. St. <laughs> James is a strip club, by the way. Our, our high-profile strip club is in Houston. Fine gentlemen's establishment. Half the time, you see helicopters flown in from our woodlands and oil tycoon friends that come in and like to see boobies. Really? Yeah. The, every time I used to drive by there, I'd see helicopters coming down into their heliport. They have a heliport? Next to their pool. Huh. Where they host their pool parties. I know they take showers there. <laughs> I would hope so. I want a shower now at church. No, no, no. no. They'll, they, they'll take a shower. And you pay them to take a shower. Do you know what you take a shower in when you go to, when you go to the church? Boobies. Titties. <laughs> Chocolate titties. Oh, pal. God. Here, no. Cinnamon no. titties. No. no the show no. just went off the rails. God damn it, brain. I knew it was going to happen. He had now our censorship. Oh, sorry, sorry. Boobies, boobies, boobies. Now our censorship is just boobies. Oh, oh wait, hang on. I got something better. Hang on. What? Are you going to find it? Hang on. He's pulling an arrow out of his wrestling quiver. We're gonna see what happens. Chocolate. Hey, a cinnamon. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Our censorship now has chimed in and fucked us. You know? Except for that, they didn't. They didn't. You know what happened? Fuck us. <laughs> the FCC is back from the government shutdown. <laughs> oh yeah, they're back at work, baby. Son of a beep. Yeah, they're getting us again. So we got XFL, what else are we talking about? Well, I just want to talk about the XFL is that, the, you know, they're talking about the rule changing, and now we have legitimate concern, especially how the Saints got robbed oh of that. Now, I watched, I didn't watch the game. I did not. Yeah. I was watching Punisher or whatever, you know. Great uh, show. JC. Season. Do. Do. Uh, JC was in his room watching uh, both games. Yes. And he came out. Uh, he went to go use the restroom and he came out like, man, they fucked him. And he went to go ah, take a piss. That's all he said. He just walked out like, they fucked him. And when he took a piss, I was like, they, I, just, I just remember looking at him like, the fuck is he like, who fucked who? They, they fucked him. I was like, the fuck? And he takes like a, literally a 10 second piss and comes out. I was like, you see what happened with the Saints? They fucked him. And he walked back into his room and like, I still don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Somebody fucked somebody. And we need to get to the bottom of this, Angela. Somebody, something happened. Yeah. And the Saints are involved. There was fuckings aplenty. Fuckings aplenty. And then he, he finally comes back out and explains to us, he's like, the Saints got fucked on a no call. 
on the, the last, uh, what was it, like uh, minute and a half? Pass no, no, less than, uh, it was minute and seven, right? Something like that. And a uh, pass interference, a rough pass interference, a blind side yeah. of a pass interference that was no called. Yep. Because, you know, the refs were doing the bird box challenge during that game at Fair the end. Yeah. But then I saw, uh, and, and, you know, I, I continued to watch my Punisher and all that, and I didn't even watch the um, Brady cheat his way into his... Uh, his Son of a bitch. his next... Seventh. Uh, his coin toss championship. It's his seventh. Yeah. No, sixth. Against, his sixth, yeah, because right. I saw... The only reason why I know it's his sixth is because I saw a meme that says... Brady only needs one more ring, and he'll be Thanos. Yeah. Because he has five. And then he can erase all of the NFL one, yeah. with a snap. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's even better is I saw his shirt on the Ric Flair shop that says, Ric Flair still has 11 more championships than Tom Brady. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you damn right. Ric Flair drip on this bitch. Woo. Yo, woo. The you know, bad part is if the Patriots do win, then they're going to have to change the shirt and reprint them to show 10 instead of 11. Yeah. <laughs> so then it'll become a collector's item. So um, we found out that... Um, well, I'm sorry. I was going back. Uh, I found out that after watching some replays on ESPN, on the YouTube and all that, that there was a lot of botch calls. Yeah. Lots of no calls, lots of just thrown calls. Yeah. Kind of like, just like, oh, we screwed up this call, so we're going to throw this call because we screwed up. And uh, the whole the whole thing was a, a shit show. The Saints had poor time management as well prior to that whole situation. So if you can be mad all you want about what happened to the Saints, but they had bad time management up until that one minute, 107 uh, situation. You know, they could have had a lot more timeouts sure. to stop all that. They had been, you know. They didn't even have to pass the ball, I mean, really. It's, it's football, man. It's, it's NFL football. Shit happens. It's huck it, chuck it football. Yeah, you know, it, th- these kinds of things are going to happen in NFL football. Now, these kinds of things are never going to happen in the XFL. That's true. Well, goddamn. You know why? Why? Because they are talking about changing a lot of the rules. A catch is a catch. They are going to get rid okay. of... Um, there are already these rumors talking about they're gonna get uh, they're gonna do a live full live replay system, not nice. like baseball is doing right now. Yeah, because you know back in the day everyone knew about baseball shit. Yeah, uh, no replay system. Whatever yeah. the ump says is what the ump says. So fuck you. Yeah, right. And then they added the replay system, so now everything, everything is subject to replay in the in the MOB, and there's no limits on the challenges. Yep. Uh, neither is some baseball. Nope. Yeah. Which is really a good thing if you think about it. Because, I mean, like you say, the amount of botch calls that happened that I last mean, they're weekend. human people. I mean, shit. You got, what, eight people on field? Eight zebras on the field. Right? Is it is that the count? Eight zebras? The official count? I think six, so. Six. Sorry. Six. I, think the, I know it's an even number. It's like it's six, six or eight. Six or eight zebras on the field at any given time. They're not going to be everywhere. No, they can't right? be. You know, they actually, the NFL kind of revolutionized the the uh, the replay system, but they kind of dropped the ball when it comes to, like, like the two-minute line. Like, a coach can't throw a challenge at the two minutes. That's when, like, football today, when, when, you know, it matters the most. Like, you need to fucking throw it, like, 
like in a situation like this where uh, Sean Payton should be throwing the shit out of this challenge oh, flag man. for a fucking like a botched no call I'm not surprised he didn't light his challenge flag on fire and throw it out in the middle uh, of the field I mean he couldn't because it was after the two minute warning uh, two yeah. minute warning it was uh, it was unfortunate but you know like I say it is the what Saints, it is the Saints got robbed of the, and just in that one instance right. but the, the, the Saints screwed themselves over by the Rams played a good game yeah they did they played. They a did. Game. I watched the replay. They 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 bucked up to uh, you know uh, old Drew Brees. Yep. They played like you know the thing is, is they had too much sleep and they played a little bit like how they played against the Bucks. I, right? I think I think they underestimated them. Oh yeah, they yeah. thought that they excuse me they thought they could whoop on the Rams. The crazy was the the Rams defense was strong, man. They had to be. You had Aaron Donald. You had Donkey Kong too. You had. Those, those dudes were lights out, man. Dude, they had to push as the best defense they could possibly oh, think absolutely. of. absolutely, and they did. Because you're playing against the best offense in the league. It's true. Arguably the best offense in the league this year. I mean, they're, we've all seen what the Saints have done to everybody this year. Yeah. They just mollywhopped everybody. And now with the Rams winning and, and Jared Goff being a relatively young quarterback as far as you know your league experience goes, I almost would have liked to have seen Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff go yeah, after the young bucks in the to shootout. Me, that's what I want to see. To me, oh no, they, they already they already did that in the regular season. No, I want to see it in the Super Bowl. Oh no, yeah, highest pressure situation, oh, highest stakes. Yeah. Put everything on the line. Leave it all on the field. You're not playing one more game after this. Let's make it happen. Let's get some real yeah, shit. I, I know that there was two types of people of what Super Bowl they wanted to see. They either wanted to see the old dogs battle it out. They want to see the old dogs battle out, Brady and Breeze. Yep. To see them see who the real deal is. You got the best record in football versus the best Super Bowl, uh, the GOAT in yep. football, and yep. see who wins it out. Everyone everyone wanted to see that, or you oh. wanted to wash that aside and see the two hot and coming, well, not the hottest coming young bucks, but one hot, you know, Patrick yeah. Mahomes' yeah. young buck. I want, see, I want to see the Saints versus the Rams, or the uh, Chiefs. I, I, I would have loved to see that yeah. versus what I'm seeing now, Brady go for six. Because yeah, let's be fair, Brady's going to win. I do not see Probably. I will put it this way. I will give you I will give away this computer. This ThinkPad. <laughs> <laughs> I will give away this ThinkPad. Just give me yours for a low price. For the low price of one Bitcoin. <laughs> I will give away this thing, Pad. Tell you what, our next like on Facebook. <laughs> our next like on <laughs> Our only like on Facebook. I will give away this 2009 ThinkPad <laughs> to anybody that thinks that the Rams are going to beat Tom Brady. This ThinkPad is kind of like Caitlyn Jenner, an old body with new parts. Not even if they win. Uh, Not even if they win. If you just say, I think uh, golf is going to win. Here's your ThinkPad. Here, but it comes with a stipulation. You have to give me anything newer uh, than a 2009 uh, computer. Anything. It has to be a computer. Anything. It has to be anything. a computer. Well, yeah, a yeah. computer. Yeah. yeah, of course, a computer. Now, don't yeah. give me your fucking pogs. Yeah. <laughs> don't give me your fucking 2010 magic cards. Yeah. Don't give me your Pokemon Go subscription or whatever the hell. Because <laughs> I don't want it. Don't give me your fucking iPhone 6. S. S plus or whatever. Because we're not buying that shit. Yeah, so I, I definitely think this is uh, this is where the GOAT becomes a super GOAT. He's going to get number six, and we're going to know why Bilicek and fucking Brady are the best that there is 
And that, 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 really, that's ever that's going to be. It, but I at think at this point, if Belichick wins this one, he's going to retire. Well, with that and. There's going to be a real discussion about him basically being the Phil Jackson of the NFL. He has created a dynasty. He really has. Oh, yeah. And his Do you think he retires or he just becomes a super dick and goes for eight? Yeah, I really want to say he wants to be a super dick and goes I think for eight. Brady or, or Belichick? Both. Well, Belichick won't retire, but Brady would. I, I think Belichick will die in that head coaching spot. I think Brady's got at least two more years on him. Why not? I mean, he he half literally. If you look at Brady's stats this year, he half-assed his way into a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. He half-assed yeah. his way because if you look at the Patriots team, they're still it's a mediocre, not a mediocre team, but it's who do you know besides Gronk and Brady on this team right now? Besides Edelman, what, Edelman? yeah, and Edelman has what done what this year? As far as a no, it was mediocre. He was spending like the mediocre, just meh. This wasn't the New England Patriots team that went undefeated, right? This is a few seasons ago. This is not even the New England the New England Patriots that won the last Super Bowl that they won. Well, but they're now they're they have a running game now with Sony or Sony Michael Sony Michelle and uh, James White. Well, I mean, if they want to get crazy, they can just throw you know wake up Josh Gordon again. Yeah, and they have a real run game. Yeah, but no, he's in rehab now. Yeah, well, because he can't. Rehab from what? Being Pot. cool? Being on the junk. Pot. Being He's cool? Rehab from marijuana. How do you oh, fuck you go to rehab from marijuana? He's on the Anyways, go. You drink water, I guess. XFL. I think it's going to be a big hit. XFL. Welcome to Houston. I think people are going to be like, I don't want to watch the NFL because if you if you, if you remember, uh, in this, I don't, you said you didn't watch the game. Did you watch the, uh, the Rams-Patriots game? Yes. When the guy literally no, touched no. Brady. Chiefs-Patriots game. He grazed. You said Rams Patriots game. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He grazed Brady. He touched him. Touched, touched his fucking him. shoulder. Like, hey, buddy. Fifteen oh. yards. And they called that a goddamn uh, roughing the passer. Did you Did you see what immediately happened afterwards? They showed the audio. Yeah. The, where the net refs told oh, Brady, yeah, told says, I, got I got you, bro. I got you. I'll yeah. take care of you. Such bullshit. Right, this is why people are gonna, really, this is know, why people are gonna watch XFL because they're tired of all the pussy fucking shit calls. And McMahon He wants to see football. Yeah, McMahon I know football. he's tired of yeah. those motherfuckers. Okay. Dollar bet. How many games into the XFL season before a motherfucker gets power bombed in the end zone? <laughs> I hope game one. If it does, dollars for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope game one. But we Somebody will be at the Jack Knight XFL game in Houston. Yeah, hey, that'd be cool. Come hell, Harvey, yeah, high cool, water, matters cool. not. They're, where are they playing at? Where's their stadium? Uh, U of H at okay. the TD ECU Stadium. Cool. Yeah, we will be there. Cool, cool, cool. Man. This, is, this has been a but blast. I, I do, I think, I do think people are going to be more excited for this because it's something oh, yeah, different. Yeah. It's something different. Well, no, people, no, no, people you are, know, Houston market, people don't realize that, you know, if you're a football fan, well, first off, you're a Texan, you're a football fan. Yes. No matter what Ohio likes to say, Texas is the football state and will always be the, yeah. tech, the, the football state. Because there's a saying that if you fly over Texas on a Friday night, it will glow up to epic proportions sure. of the high school football fucking Saturday, Friday night lights, yep, yep. as they say. And... I mean, we produced how many fucking badass fucking uh, football players? A lot. Uh, too many to count. Infinity. In, almost infi- in, infinite. And, and, you know, um, granted, we have America's team. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to show, I'm going to post a photo on Man Cave Live where I have my old cowboy starter jacket. I found it. 
My mom showed me this. She said, remember when you were a Cowboys fan? I was like, if you show that, I'm going to get so much shit because I talk shit about the Cowboys and Cowboys fans, and I'm a Texans fan. If you show this, I'm going to get shit. Oh, yeah. But I've never knocked that. I never I never downplayed that I was, and I still am, a Cowboys fan. There was a few dark years but, here in Houston. But, you know, I'm a homie. I'm sorry, not a homie. I'm a homer. Sure. I'm always a homer when it comes to football. I am a Texans fan first, but I'm still a Cowboys fan when it matters. So, like, I don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Giants. Fuck the Redskins. And um, the best uh, part about being that Cowboys fan that you just said when it mattered, it's been 20 years since it mattered. <laughs> yeah, when it mattered. So I, I'm good. You know, I yeah, lived a long, the, good life. The statute of limitations <laughs> on when it mattered ran out a long time ago. You know, yeah, you know, I've lived a long, good life not having to be a Cowboys fan when it mattered. Not not carrying <laughs> you know what I mean? not carrying the burden of all of Troy Mint's plastic surgery on your back. This year though, this year I was like, oh shit. I better go to my mom's house and dust off that cowboy starter the best, I think the best uh the best Lots of dust on it. Tony Romo though? Tony Romo should be a, okay. Now here's a funny argument about about that. Tony Romo can call a call like nobody's business. He's been yes. doing it for what three years now? Two, I think. No, he's been a commentator for three, three years now. Wow. Great commentator. That flies. No, not just a commentator. He sees the, he sees the future. Yeah, man. magician. He's a yeah. Tony Romo is a magician. Clairvoyant, clairvoyant whatever it's called. Clairvoyant magician. He's, oh. he's 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 a he's a he's called, he, but he's he a he calls the plays as he sees them. Before they even do yeah. it. Like the, the snap happens. Yeah. And he's all like, this is what they're gonna do. The ball ain't even yeah. reached the quarterback, and Tony Romo's calling the play. Yeah. Like, how do you know that before the quarterback even has the ball? He is the Miss Cleo of commentators. Yeah. He's like, come with me now, you know, and i tell you what this ball going to do. That's it. But there, here's the argument against that. It's easy to be a coach from up top True. because if you're on the battlefield and you have you the line of sight, yeah. you can't see what yep. he sees up there. Yep. So this thing, everyone's talking about, like, hey, Romo will be the coach of the Cowboys. Well, maybe he should be a... Uh, what do you call those? What are the guys that coach from up top? You know, the ones that are talking to the head coaches. Uh, guys, GM or quarterback yeah, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are those I guys? Know, but uh, I, I, top, I top flight coordinator. I, I, somebody's going to yell at us. We're yeah. like, you don't know who that is? Yeah. You don't know what that position is called? Sue us. Sue us. The coordinators? Offensive coordinators? I don't know. They're, they're, they're still on the field. They're still on the field. No. But someone said that But in the XFL You get one coach And that's it On the XFL On the XFL They're gonna kick you in the dick When you mess up Yeah You're getting one of these Instead instead of a coin toss It's an It's an arm wrestling match That's a brilliant idea It is huh We all know That fucking Bilicek Wins it all Do you know what it is For the coin toss Singapore cane match (laughs) 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 Whoever can take The most licks Gets the ball first It was gonna be A chop fest Oh my Oh Who can take The most chops From Ric Flair (laughs) (laughs) From Ric Flair Every XFL match Oh god I can't wait For the possibility. you know what I still think Belichick wins You just had that Stone Cold Iron Face Just getting slapped At him going No selling No selling Like a beast Oh, you, just got like, you, just, you just hear this on his chest. And you got Iron Face, Belichick. <laughs> huh? You know what I mean? No reaction. No reaction. I like it. I'm in. So, that concludes 
Th sorry, this concludes our special wrestling edition of yes. Man Cave Live with Brian the Brain. Oh, wait. That oh, concludes God, it. Wait. That, right, that concludes it. But wait a minute, he played in Dick Tracy. Well, <laughs> sorry, I was going to do this thing that okay. where I fucked up. And everyone kept. <laughs> you fucked up? I fucked him. You, you know what? You, you know that's from? You need. It's from Snatch. No. no. It's British Bulldog. You fucked him? Yeah. No? Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> he was talking about the Montreal screw job. Oh, with the Bright Hard Guys screw. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. caught him up and said, hey. The shadows, uh, the shadows of. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Wrestling yeah. With what happened? Wrestling. He fucked him. He, he, he fucked, fucked him. him. He fucked him. <laughs> well, I was going to do this bit. And okay. so it was like, that concludes our thing, but to finish it. Oh, okay. The top five. Okay, top three. Oh. Well, what are we going to do top five? Oh, shit. Yeah, should we do top three? Can't remember. Let's just do three. Let's do three. We've so, been drinking, yeah. as we always do, right here on right Man Cave Live. So you're saying that the brain may have royal rumbled your bit? Would you say that he'd wrestle me? We're talking about the brain. The brain. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it was a Survivor series? What's that? What's that? Uh, what's yeah. that? Could you think that we could unforgiven? Oh. Would you say that maybe we put him over the edge? If I found, did he do it in your house? Mm. Uh, but there was no way out. Oh well. So he could go to WrestleMania. <laughs> so does it feel like you were buried alive? Oh. Only because it was a Armageddon. Armageddon? No, that wasn't the one. No. God damn it! Was the one? Um, The one where the... How about an I Quit match? No, the one... God damn it. I fucked, I fucked this whole bit up for y'all. I'm sorry. It was the, the match... Uh, God damn it. What is the name of the match? Uh, bad Blood. There you go. Would you say it was Bad Blood? Okay, I fucked it up. <laughs> I can't want to say it was Bloody Haven. Like my brain was saying... You could have went with that. You could have went with that. That's fine. Nobody would have known. Yeah, it's not like they're going to dog pile us and prove us wrong. <laughs> Fuck them. Never heard of them. I like how you... Brought that full circle. Hey man, full Dog circle. the thing. Yeah. yeah, that shit is coming I mean, back. All point all night. Yeah, 2019 is the year of the dog pile. We're bringing it back, baby. Yep, a dog pile it right, right here on Man Cave Live. So, so we're gonna close out our special wrestling edition, Royal Rumble edition, longest episode of the season. So longest far. episode of the season. Probably gonna be even longer. We'll probably have some crazy edits. I apologize in advance. If we have some echoes or we have some shit going on with this episode, because we don't know how to fucking operate. We're doing this with three people that don't know how to operate this computer. We're doing it live without a net, baby. Live without a net. No net. No net. No lock on the on the on the cage. No lock on the cage. Would you say we were free falling? Oh. <laughs> Is this sweet home Alabama? That has nothing to do with I what don't I know said. Where you're going with that. You said free fall. Oh, Tom no, no, Petty oh, yeah. without a net, free yeah, okay. falling. I'm done. Yeah. So you would say this would be top, our top last three. dance with Mary Jane? We just just go to the fucking bed. Carry on my wayward son. That's Kansas. Oh, that no. Tom Petty. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. One in the room. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, God. God damn it, Brian. <laughs> We're not breaking. That's not a bitch. <laughs> the brains win in room. 
Oh, the brains, were, the brains went in wrong bits. Yep. Which applies to everything apparently, because hey, if you go anywhere and say fucking went in Rome. Yeah. You can go it pee in the middle of the street. Everywhere. You can go pee in the middle of the Astrodome. Like, hey, went in Rome. Yeah. I peed in the fucking Astrodome. Went in Rome. That should be sacrilegious to even think about doing that to the Astrodome right I peed in the Astrodome. Of course, there was a trough there, and it was 1995. Yeah. But it was not on the floor in the middle of the Astrodome. It might have been on the floor. I was a little okay. short. Man, to hell with it. That trough was a little high. And I had, you know, stage fright. Because, you know, remember how uncomfortable those... I don't like, I don't like those troughs, too. Yeah. <laughs> the troughs are so bad. You appear at the dome, and you're like... Oh my yeah. god, there's like hear the noise penises over the noise there. You just look right, you're like, oh my god, there's so many penises. You hear the noise hitting the fucking drop, the... <laughs> and the smell of piss and the fruit flies everywhere. Yeah. Because of the beer and fucking malt that's all over the place and the vomit. <laughs> God, I love the dome. Dude, this really took a right-hand turn back. Right here at the dome. Let me do the top three of Jesus All right. Christ. <laughs> We're going to close out with top three favorite Rumble matches. So how these top three, top five goes is that for whatever reason, we just say our top three, top five favorites okay. or best or whatever we do. And then we just say who wins for no, bio, no metric system whatsoever. We just say you win. Okay. That's how it always goes. So I'm just going to go first. Number one, 1992 Royal Rumble, where I watch Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice get screwed by the nature boy, Ric Flair. Why? Because this is the only match, this is the only time I hated Ric Flair. Because I was a Hogan mark, and I was so mad that fucking Ric Flair won. And he cheated, he cheated like a motherfucker in 1992. Second one was with the one where Bret Hart didn't win because Shawn Michaels never touched the floor. It's true. So Only he got foot. cheated. Yep. And number three, of course, is when The Undertaker fucking won the only Royal Rumble that he ever won, where he entered at 30. And then he went on to win at WrestleMania for a World Heavyweight title. His first World Heavyweight title. I think he won it like four <laughs> times. <laughs> Oh, man, that's what's good. Because I marked out on The Undertaker, of course. Because he never won. But when he did win. But when he did, I was there. Oh, yeah. uh, so mine are not... Mine are, mine are ones that happened at Royal Rumble matches. One of them is an actual Royal Rumble match, but the other two are during the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Uh, 99. I have two from 99, actually. Uh, Mankind and The Rock, the I Quit match, where The Rock... Beat his fucking brains in oh, yeah, with that chair, that. Yeah. and then well, they had well, the recording you know. of him screaming. Was that really the Royal Rumble, or was that with, it was was during that the Super Bowl was, thing? Well, it says it was during the Royal Rumble pay per view. Is what I, I was thought reading. it was during the Super Bowl. The uh, the halftime show. Was it the MG show. Stadium? No, I think I think yeah. it was Royal Rumble '99. Well, it wasn't. A, it was an I actual match. The, are you sure? Yeah, it's an equipment match, and he beat the brains off. There you go. Also, that same year was the year that Vince McMahon won the Royal Rumble. In 99. <laughs> yeah. And really put the screws to him and kind of started the Mr. McMahon yeah. era. And then... Uh, Don't cross that boss. Oh, man. That was so good. And then I guess for me, my one of my favorite, I guess, moments, match, whatever you want to call it, AJ Styles, man. 2016 Orlando. Man. You yeah, know, I didn't know. I, 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 incredible. I would have to agree because 
I I saw AJ Styles obviously, and I, I ruined that experience for myself. Nah, I know Brian worked out because he knew course. where AJ Styles was. AJ Styles was sorry, and I ever since then y'all been talking up AJ Styles sure. nonstop, and I saw him plenty of TNA things. I was like, ah oh, shit, I can't believe I saw that dude, and I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Right. I was like, here, sign this. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. And then I was walked down the stairs. I was more excited to see Jeff Hardy. Oh, absolutely. Who was a huge dick about it, unfortunately. He was a, no, he was a dick when he signed it, but he was a badass when we were in the ring with him. There you go. Do you remember that? Yeah. Can I throw, can I throw a fast yeah. honorable mention there? I'm sorry. I was yeah. looking at my notebook here. 1994, Undertaker ascended to the heavens during the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And that shit was awesome. It sure did. He sure as hell did. We had that whole darkness... Uh, quote and all that when yeah. it became part of his um, 1995 uh, volume 2 wrestling CD yep. Enter the Music or whatever it was yes. I remember that Enter the Darkness you know blah blah blah, blah. I remember all that Robin Sham Bum Bum Shabala Hyundai or it was all this stuff I just remember that, that they used that quote in the, the, in that wrestling album all right, Brian. What you got? No, no, okay. You knew your third. No, that was yeah, good. That was my yeah. third. Yeah, third. Well, did I did an honor mention. Yeah. Well, yeah. math well. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> my three. three. count here. To- That's uh, true. I'm going to say my number one is Edge winning 2010. Oh, okay. Coming, coming, no, coming back from an injury. That's true. He was. He, he was came back from an injury, uh, and then he beat up Chris Jericho. That was awesome. On this day. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a two, three, or four. There are two, three are honorable mention. I think my two, three and honorable mention are uh, are part two A, B, and C. So, okay. uh, two thousand one. So outline. Yeah. So we'll see Boston one two thousand one. Nice. It's just one of my favorite years in general. Right. Uh, two thousand two, Triple H one. He also came back from injury when he tore his quad. Yes. Um, and, and finished the match, by the way. And he did, yes. And With then, a torn quad. Honor, honorable mention uh, moment was when, in 2005, when Batista and John Cena botched the match, the ending, and they both went over. Mm-hmm. And then Vincent Mann comes out, throws his jacket on the ground, runs in, hits both of his fucking thighs on the ring. That's right. Tears both quads. Tears both quads and just, and, sits there. and just sits there and tells him to restart the match. Sitting down, sitting like, down. Just restart the fucking match. Restart the fucking match. <laughs> Could you imagine how much pain favorite. he had to have been? Oh in? my god! I just remember his goofy ass just sitting there. I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, before, sir. Yes, sir. before I knew he tore both of his quads, you could obviously tell like he hit his leg, right? He started walking like Bambi, and then just boom. Yeah. yeah, it just oh, sounds right. yeah, I, I just remember he watching it. He tore one quad, got in the ring, and tore the other. Tore the other one. That's right. God, that's good. He was walking like Bernie, and then he fell. I just remember sitting there. I just remember watching him like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is he doing? I'm like, that's funny. I thought it was, I started yeah. laughing because yeah. I was like, he's just sitting there like yeah. a fool. And I he just, just thought he was in character. I didn't know no better. Yeah, I was like, damn, he, that's a boss move right there. <laughs> yeah, he just says, I'm just going to call this yeah. match just sitting down. I didn't know <laughs> until years me, later, many years later, yeah, actually yeah. last year, that really? he tore his quads. No. Well, you, that's the first time you ever told me. Oh, okay. Well, that one about Triple H that he tore his quads so bad, the muscle rolled off the bone, yeah. damn near all the way up to his hip. 
Like it rolled backwards. Like in the opposite direction in which it was made. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he finished the match. Now, he, now, obviously, he was favoring that, but yeah, he oh, yeah. finished the match, man. That dude's a tough bastard. He finished I'm the sorry. match whenever he tore his fucking peck at, yeah. the, at the. In Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And his armor, like, you hit it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Because it was blue, purple, like Skittles. Yep. All the way around from his elbow. Kind of like that. Uh, to his. Booty. The end of an era match with The Undertaker and. Um, Triple H, where they beat the living shit oh out of each other. Yeah. They walked out of there beat and bloodied and bruised and left bad. it all, left it all right there. Yep. Which is what you're supposed to do, really. I mean, those old those old dogs just. I never thought. I actually thought that was the last match I was ever going to see with the Undertaker because I was like, this is the end of an era. He damn near killed him. Yeah, it's, it's done. We're never going to see this again. I like it. I like where your head. But the Undertaker kept going as he does because he will not die. So tomorrow, Royal Rumble. Um, what do you say that if something really great happens, we just throw something on the old telephone real quick and record it. We'll, All right. We'll do a quick little. Yeah. Holy shit! I can't believe they haven't. Might be. It might be a part of a new commercial. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Right here on Man Cave Live. Bye. <laughs>